デイト
Um, but yeah, it was was really awesome. Like with uh, like during Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, sixty five thousand people there, and the Goldberg music is playing like through the whole thing. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. And were you like, fuck? I wish I bought my wrestling belt. Yeah, I should have brought my wrestling <laughs> belt and smashed it over someone's head. Yeah. Oh, it was good. But no, me and Princess Macat were there. It was it was really cool. Uh, there, there we are. Enjoy no, it. We saw it. Life. You po- jo- yeah, podcast listeners, join the Discord. Lee posts pictures live from Tottenham. So, th- is there a chance they're not going to play the Goldberg theme at this next one you're going to next week? Are they? Probably not. Probably not. And who, um, was, who were the Atlanta Falcons playing? Uh, the New York Jets. Oh wow, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York Jets. And who's playing um, on Sunday? On Sunday, Sunday, it is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, Tony, Tony Khan's, Khan's team. team. Yeah. Uh, against the Miami Dolphins. Ooh. There we go. Who do you want to win down. that one then? Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because of AEW. Are you going to wear an AEW shirt? Uh, I could wear a CM Punk shirt, couldn't I? Could do. But they, they hand out some MOS flyers. That's how Gruff found out about MOS. Not an NFL know. show. <laughs> Mel says uh, both teams are trying. Mel, I need to email you about uh, this week. If you're available yeah, uh, now, the internet's Mel, working. <laughs> Mel's Mel's not wrong actually. The uh, the teams that they send over are normally not great because they know that they're just not going to sell any tickets in the states, so they send them over to the UK. Right. And we just think it's the best thing ever because we don't get American football here. I was talking to Lee about this yesterday. Like, would there be a UK team? Would you like that? Would if there was a UK team, Lee? Now, again, mm. it's the NFL chat on Ministry of Slam, but this is sports, so we're right. So, yeah. if there was a UK team, mm. would you? Go as, would you get a season ticket? Uh, well, it depends where it was. I couldn't do the trip to London and back every freaking week. But do my head in. you do get to go to Fleet Services. And question, did you go? I went, I went twice yesterday. Yeah. Once on the way up, once on it's the way back. It's shit now, though. It's shit now. It's, it's not as good as it used to be. Fleet Services uh, sucks. Here's my secret thing, Lawrence. Right. My amazing extra thing. Now, this is going to really add to the show. I'm just about to reach off camera here and get something. Uh, I'm going to... Podcast I'm looking shocked. I can't wait to find out what this is. Wait for it. Here it comes. Oh, what's that? Foam. It's a foam finger, Lawrence. Wow. <laughs> uh, this company called Cinch, uh, and it's got NFL London Games logo, a big purple finger, so I can like poke people poke in the camera. People. Yeah. Oi. Good. Make me a cup of tea. I felt like I was like Hulk Hogan, like with the finger. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, Heather still says, think of the NFL does not seem to share the best of matches, but think of the tailgate. Would we have a tailgate? Did they have a tailgate there, Lee? They're not allowed to have tailgates in the UK. Why? <laughs> uh, because um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, every or most NFL stadiums in the uh, the in the states they all have fields and parking lots around them, and they just right. all open up their boots, get barbecues out, and they're cooking and everything. But it's all like cooking in public, which you can't do over here. Um, so they try and do organised tailgates. No, I, actually, that's good because loads of English people are idiots and just chuck rubbish on the floor and leave it there. Trash, as yeah. Americans call it, and they don't tidy it up. So I'm glad they don't like, allow tailgates here. The amount of rubbish or trash you see everywhere dumped by people who don't care. Hello, Anthony. Hello, everyone. Well, Anthony up. is here. Andy's here. Andy's here. Hello, Andy. Everyone's here. The internet's working here. at the moment. We're 19 minutes in, no drop frames. Yes. Wow. Touch wood. Touch wood. So, Anthony, if you're wondering, the internet's been rubbish. It didn't work for for, for like six weeks. So we couldn't do any streams. And then I got COVID. So everything's been horrible. But now we're back. We're back. We're I, through I, it. I haven't got a cough anymore, guys. And also news, I can taste coffee now. <laughs> Other news, positive news is, right, think how long ago WrestleMania 8 was. Yeah. Ages ago, wasn't it? WrestleMania 1992. Yeah. Uh, SummerSlam 92. Ages yeah. ago, Lee. Right, my Nissan NX from that very year passed its MOT today with 
No advisories. Boom. That's unbelievable. No advisories whatsoever. My 1992 WrestleMania 8. So wrestling fans, think how, how long ago that was. And my car's from that year and didn't have one advisory. Oh, the first year Shawn Michaels was the heartbreak kid. It's that long ago because now he looks like this. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and interestingly, I then adjusted the insurance on on it. So because I, I realized that the NX when I bought it was nine hundred quid, and then like mm. pounds Americans. Uh, I realized, and then I realized actually there's only eighty of these cars left. It's actually worth more money. And I looked around; it's about two and a half, three thousand pounds off of cars. So I've got a good deal anyway. And then I thought, well, I better adjust the price of uh, the insurance premium. So I changed. I phoned him up today and said, "Can I adjust?" It? make the car two and a half thousand pounds please and they were like oh that's gonna make your premium cheaper so my insurance what? yeah my insurance my classic car because it's a classic car it's only 106 pounds fully comprehensive for the whole year that's mental. Classic car insurance get an old car lee like i said get that you should have got that toyota ramr2 mate uh, i, I, I want to get a mustang i've been talking to princess Macat about us getting a mustang that would be hell. awesome <laughs> <laughs> we can't have a race if you get a mustang no, I mean, it's not going to be like Fast and the Furious or anything You'll kick like my that. ass. Although, <laughs> you, you would me. Would it be like um, Johnny Lawrence's Mustang? Yeah, definitely. Badass. Although it's not going to get like impounded and stuff. Um, uh, Crimson Melt. I, yeah, I, I do like Mustangs. Um, I haven't got a Ford at the moment. I've got a Toyota. Because I do stream, like Chinese. No, anyway. At least the stream is not being filmed of a potato. No, no, everyone's... Uh, no, it's, uh, COVID was horrible, Anthony, as well. It was horrible. Mm. It wasn't very nice. But yeah, Mel, I'll email you on Facebook uh, sometime and we'll discuss things about possibly this week, if you're free, uh, as we've now been hopefully... And explain to the slam. Knock on wood, it's working. <laughs> if not, we could do it another time. But yes, um, we're back. So, and also, just interestingly today, the, the, the MOT passed, before we get into wrestling talk, the MOT passed, I went down to Lyme Regis where they're filming it the other side of Dorset and they were filming the new Willy Wonka film down there is there a new Willy Wonka film a new a Willy Wonka prequel film called Willy Wonka uh, before Little Willy Willy. before yeah yeah. there you go (laughs) yes Little Willy so basically um they were filming that down there. Warner Brothers like blocked off all of Lime Regis. So Lime Regis is an old fishing town, like old old sort of port. Blocked it all off, put fake snow everywhere. Mm. And uh, they were filming the new Willy Wonka film down there. Before the chocolate, little Willy before the chocolate. That's what. It is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> chocolate Willy. <laughs> so my Sky signal is not what my box is not signal working. Sky fixed by next. Oh, that's a shame, Anthony. Mm. Oh. Uh, Mel's a Chevy dude and I'm not a clue what I has to do with wrestling well none of it has anything to do with wrestling apart from the no. fact that wrestlers drive cars so we can talk about it yeah of course anything, so we are technically a- still sports anything we talk about we've all spoke about the NFL Willy Wonka uh, yeah. chances are I'll drive to wrestling in my car which would make it something to do that's going to happen at some One point day, we're yeah. going to go to a, a wrestling show well, in Lawrence's not if you've got a brand new Mustang we're going to get in your oh, car it's, it's, no right, I'm not getting a brand new Mustang the The new electric Mustang is stupid it looks gonna like an electric a, Mustang yeah and it doesn't look like a Mustang anymore it's Bloody like only. a flipping soccer mum thing wow Lee's going to get Mustang yeah. listeners a Mustang yeah. this sports accelerator stuff has been brilliant for us <laughs> Mustang podcast <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah, Mr. What Price color? is busting out the old uh, Willy Wonka. Uh, well, see, I like the, the. Do you remember where they did the new Knight Rider series? And uh, Andy will listen or uh, talk about this uh, in 2008, and it was built into a black Mustang, a 2008 black Mustang. Right. I really like that version of it. It was about the last era before they really just became Mondeos with a body. Just get a bright orange one. Bright orange. Like Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, could do that. And then make it black and yellow, or red and black, like MOS. 
Oh, MOS mobile. Let's do it. So yeah. you get nothing, you lose. Good day, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that old sound effect from uh, Willy Wonka? Yeah, good. I do. There we go. Yeah. That's good. I'm back but, on uh, MOS. Anyway, there we go. Twenty-three <laughs> minutes in now. No it's wrestling. Good. It's good. We I mentioned it's Goldberg once. You did, and and cars, and and, t- and uh, Tony Khan. How old my wrestling? How old my car was? WrestleMania two. Uh, eight. Yeah. Eight. So. So, shall we do... I'm going to throw out the plugs there where you can find all our stuff. Then, Lawrence, I think you should do the pre-news because uh, you've got some special news you haven't shared yet and we should get that out of the way maybe before we do the rest of it. What was that news? news I forgot. It's not... You know, you, you, uh, you do the, the news uh, jingle and then there's a special Is sound. it this one? Is it that news? Yeah, that, that news, yeah. Okay. Because I don't even know that. So, we'll do the plugs first just to try and keep things, uh, like light and, and airy so if you're well, watching us right now go on we do have car wraps over here head still one time gordon who watched the stream put a voodoo vegas logo over the back of his window Did he? when is a nissan being paid anyway? never because it's classic car can't do anything to it you gotta can't keep do, it keep it, yeah. gotta keep it re- original so, so the original. value just keeps shooting up the only thing i've done was paint the wheels black so there we go Badass car talk wheels. done done uh, if you want to, if you're watching us right now, you are going to be watching us on twitch.tv forward slash the MOS network. Head on over to YouTube for some exclusive clips. YouTube.com forward slash the MOS network. What the I, hell have I'm you just done? somehow. Oh. This is what we did. There we go. Somehow, uh, somehow uh, I'm bleeding on my hands. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. So that won't be on YouTube. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash the MOS network. Twitter, we are at Ministry of Slam and at the MOS network. Uh, check out our podcast, audio podcast. We are available and on all the major podcast platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast, just search for Ministry of Slam on there. TikTok at the MOS network. That's pretty cool. Can you get back get to TikTok now? I've not TikTok since being sick, but I'm getting better. So You've I had can... a lot on your mind. So yeah, yeah can do uh, COVID TikTok um and then discord make sure you head on over to discord now discord has been awesome since we've not really been on the air and and just trying to do shows and they haven't worked out like discord has kept us afloat and kept us in touch with everyone so yeah uh, awesome discord.ministryislam.co.uk head on in there live 24 7 chat room it's really good it is awesome i love it everyone chats in there i love it it's really good vibes it is cool. Um, and then uh, also head on over if you want to get some MOS merch. We've got some cool t-shirts over at store.ministryislam.co.uk. Yeah. Check that out. It's going to be good. Definitely. It's all good. There's no, there, go. not 35% off shirts. Yeah, I just put in the chat room, but that's the link if anyone wants to go and get one. They're full <laughs> price right now. There but we go. Maybe yeah. wait for a sale because then they become a lot cheaper. Exactly. And we're telling you that. We're not telling you to buy a shirt uh, like immediately. Mm. Wait till they've got a sale on which is probably they do at least once a month. Oh, they normally, do two they? a month is loads. They do loads. Yeah. So just wait until you, you know, check out every couple of days and there'll be a sale on pretty soon. And then yeah. you can get a nice MOS t-shirt and yeah. wear it with uh, Simon Miller. Could do. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sefi and the gruff. Yeah. And they'll be Amazing. like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember those guys. No. Anyway. No. Um... <laughs> right. So before we get to the wrestling news, Lawrence, we, we, there's one more important topic, and I don't know what this is about. But yeah. You, you've created a really interesting uh, news. Okay. Here, uh, sound effect. Now, come on. Here we go. It is Grothbags news. <laughs> so, guys. So, if everyone knows, I've got Grotbags the cat. So, it's, it's been a massive situation with Grotbags, as everyone knows. Um, the Gruff is, uh, you know, Gruff's uh, lovely lady, Caroline. Uh, she also works for Cat Protection League. So, basically, we had, we had the, we had the, we had the situation with Grotbags, and then 
what happened? So, uh, yeah, so I messaged I messaged the Cat Protection League lady and Grotbags had a huge neck uh, hole in his neck. And it was like an abscess, they reckon, burst. So they were like, we need to get him to the vet straight away. So the guy brought the cage around to catch him this morning. So it's this, 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 this like long, long cage container thing. And I had to put a bit of food in there. He walked in there. I flicked the switch and it closes behind him. So I got him, I got him in his cage. I took him to the vet. And of course, so I took him to the vet, told him all this stuff. And then the cat potentially messaged me and said, look, he's going to get his, his bits chopped off. They're just gonna give him the one. Check him. Check him. Check him. See how he is. Check how how what bag as a cat is. See how he is. Um, and they said it all went well. And then today, just for about an hour before MOS, I got this message from the Cat Protection League, which is really not nice. So. Grotbag, hi Lawrence. Grotbags has had his op day, but I'm afraid it's you not. You told all... him he's called Grotbags. Yeah, Grot, that's his name. They, um... they did. Also, the crap potentially asked, "Do you want to call him Grotbags?" I was like, "Of course I do. That's his name." <laughs> I said we did think about calling him Dave, but we decided to call him Grotbags. Say hi, Lawrence. Grotbags has had his op day, but I'm afraid it's not all good news. Sadly, while under anaesthetic, they gave him a good examination, and it was discovered he has two corneal ulcers, bad ones, probably as a result of fighting injuries because he's not spayed. That's why he fights. Mm. Uh, uh, as you could not call, as he's not a cat, you could call, as he's not a cat that you could administer eye drops to, the normal treatment would be to remove an eye. But as it's both eyes, that cannot be done. So it was a bit of a dilemma to know what decision to make. If he was un, if it was an unsupported stray, I think we'd have no choice but to put him to sleep. But as he's supported by you, I felt we should give him a chance to see if one of one or both eyes will heal. At all, with the option of removing one later, at, would heal it all. Sorry, this was the message. Would heal it all with the option of removing one at the later date, as as if we felt they didn't heal. So it just needs to know. So basically, got bags has got really bad eyes and is going blind. Oh. So we might have to have. Basically, we need to see if these corneal ulcers heal. Okay. Um, so he got like, he's going to have antibiotics and yes, I'm bringing them in tomorrow. So- Oh, that's amazing. But I need to make sure his eyes get better. Um, but he's still going to live outside in this house we built with. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a shame. Hopefully but then maybe right. like when it gets into the winter a bit and it's it's really cold outside, you can bring him in. Yeah, I will do. Yeah, well, that's, by uh, that point. Hopefully one of the, away. basically one of his eyes is completely knackered. So he might have to have an eye out. To be yeah. honest. They said if he had got to get the other eye out, I can't keep, we can't keep him inside a tiny little room blind. That's... Yeah. So that's sad news. But pray, everyone pray for Grot Bags. Uh, so that's the sad Grot Bags news. But we'll have an update next week on Grot Bags. Or join the Discord for daily Grot Bags updates. So uh, there we go. That was Grot Bags news. <laughs> that is too funny. Yeah. That is real. Yeah, pray for grot bags. Like, let's get it trended on Twitter. Pray for grot bags. I honestly, I mean, amazing what you're doing. Obviously, taking in a stray cat who's a bit of a dick, really, isn't he? Because he hates your cats. Um, And you're still taking them in, you're getting them fixed up, and all the rest of it. But, um, you know, amazing. You know, pray for grot bags. You know, the, the theme tune is hilarious. I love the fact that you've told the Cat Protection League that his name is actually Grot Bags. Of course. <laughs> I had uh, a rabbit once that was called Dr. Flopson. I know. You have know that. Was... MS Classic knows about Dr. Flopson. So, yeah. We yeah. did a show in your uh, flat oh, that's yeah. like just down the road from where I live now. Yeah. With Dr. Flopson. We did a special uh, MOS uh, WrestleMania show. Wait, I don't wear leather pants, head still. I, Anthony <laughs> doesn't, doesn't know any of what's going on at all. But don't we just talk about a cat, a cat. A cat. 
That's so, all weird. Um, That's all weird. He's not very yeah. well. So, yeah, it's not very good. So, if these corneal ulcers don't heal, mm. he's going to probably, I think he's going to have to have one eye out. Mm. Like a half blind cat. Yeah. And hopefully the other one heals with all these antibiotics. But he's had his balls chopped off too. So, uh, there we go. That was the Grotbag news. Is it time for wrestling news now, Lee? It is time for wrestling news. Here there you go, go Mr. Priceless. news okay and we oh god i've done it again haven't i i've started off with sad news oh uh so championship belt designer reggie parks passed away thursday at the age of 87 following a battle with covid19 oh. lawrence knows all about that uh bill apter announced that parks had passed away thursday night at his home in tucson arizona it was said that parks became suddenly ill this week uh parks's facebook page also confirmed his passing now reggie parks worked for the nwa awa and wwe he also worked as a referee for the wwe uh reggie parks created the winged eagle wwe championship the classic wwe intercontinental title belt several nwa belts uh parks also created belt designs for wcw and the ufc he was known as the king of belts in the professional wow. wrestling business so um i mean all the still being felt today i mean the the whole kogan belt i'm just showing up now on the Quite on the old stream that yeah. is um you know the the old uh reggie parks championship belt it's the old 19 early 1990s style of belts that's all reggie parks hmm that's sad times they need to sign a belt for the ufc as well yeah i think uh potentially the, the original ufc belt you're not the ones they use wow. now those octagonal ones they look stupid oh. but the uh the original ones i think was uh was reggie parks how sad is that uh yeah it is rest in peace reggie parks i think my favorite's the winged eagle uh, any wrestling Definitely. fan around our age that would be their favorite belt i think mm. some of the nwa ones were the uh us nwa and the tag belts and stuff they were quite cool as well mm. but yeah oh man reggie parks so yeah, sad news from reggie parks uh, yeah got covid and i mean if covid gets you at 87 then you, you you're in a bit of trouble aren't you well that's a good innings as they say oh yeah here absolutely absolutely rest in peace reggie parks reggie parks uh moving on this isn't going to be popular with you either lawrence wwe hall of famer oh. brett the hitman hart was inducted into canada's walk of fame on wednesday night no, oh, uh brett go was on. He? this wednesday no the, the ceremony's in december yeah but he, he was, was inducted on wednesday oh. night but yeah yeah he was oh, actually okay. inducted but then they do the ceremony later all oh, right um, but that's gonna be cold yeah, probably. Uh, Hart also made history by becoming the first professional wrestler to be inducted into the Walk of Fame. Hart made the announcement Wednesday night on his induction on his Instagram. Hart was inducted along with other fellow Canadians, Keanu Reeves, Damian Warner, AJ Vermani, Serena Ryder, Romeo Dallaire. I, I don't know any of these people uh, well, are apart from Keanu Reeves. Uh, Banting Best, yeah, some of the guys. Bruce Cockburn uh, invented insulin. So that's more important than wrestling. Sorry. Insulin is more important than wrestling. That's kind not of. a T-shirt. Saved a lot of lives, but you know you can be, you can invent insulin, discover insulin for the whole world, or you can be a pro wrestler and you're on the same level. <laughs> In, according, to, be... according to Canada Canadians, you're like you <laughs> save millions and millions of lives, or you become a wrestling champion. It's the same level across the world. So wow. or, or enter the matrix, or be Bill and Bill. No, Ted. Wow. Ted. Sorry. Yeah, or, uh, or the, point break. <laughs> <laughs> the 2021 Canada Walk of Fame induction ceremony will air Saturday, December 4th on the CTV News Network 
in Canadian. I'm sure Bret Hart will have something to whinge about. Put me on, I'm the greatest wrestler ever. He's from Canada and Keanu Reeves went on after me. I think it's bullshit. You know, I I should uh, talk about all the people who who sold for me and stuff. You know, Keanu Reeves never really sold for anyone. I should, I should have been the headliner, but the uh, but Keanu Reeves he got me in a, a sharpshooter and then yeah, John Wick. rang the bell on me. <laughs> should, we should do that. John Wick versus Brat Hart. Oh, the <laughs> so the, the greatest Canadian. Canadian who is the greatest Canadian? All the guys who invented. That's a running from the guys who invented insulin. They, they, they just overinject everyone. They're yeah. running in trying to stab oh, people. I've got insulin overload. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of scary things, Lawrence. Right. WWE has announced the 2021 NXT 2.0 Halloween Havoc special for Tuesday, October the 26th. Right. Now, if you're doing something for Halloween, you do it on the 31st. Like you do. Yeah. Uh, live on the USA Network beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern. The main event for Halloween Halloween Havoc will be Tommaso Ciampa defending the NXT 2.0 title against Bron Rex Breaker. Yeah, oh. Rex Steiner. Uh, during Tuesday night show, Champa issued a challenge to anyone to face him at, ha- at Halloween Havoc. Breaker answered the challenge as Champa accepted it. Breaker will win that match. Do you reckon? 100% Breaker will win that match. Mm. Yeah. He totally will. I hope so. And then you've got like a whole fresh face of, uh, yeah. of the uh, That's what it would be. Brand. Joe's completely disappeared. Mm. No mention of Joe. He's just done, isn't he? I bet he's like, why did so, I sign that contract again? Yeah, he's, he signed a contract and then I they've know. just put him straight off of the telly. I know. And he, he sat there watching Adam Cole and... I know. You know, Danielson and everyone having kick-ass Bad matches. Bad-ass matches. And he could have even done? done a... Yeah, he must be gutted. Mm. Oh, mate. Joe. We're going to be bringing up uh, a bit more about Samoa Joe later on. This week in Wrestling History is featured as well. Good, good. Uh, next week's suit or this week, sorry, supersized episode of Friday Night Smackdown will air on Fox Sports One, which is due to the Major League Baseball playoffs on Fox. Uh, the current cable listings for next Friday Night Smackdown has the show at two and a half hours, which means next week's live AEW Rampage on TAT will go head to head with the final 30 minutes of Smackdown on Fox Sports One. Uh, Tony Khan took to Twitter late Friday night saying he can't wait to be WWE's main show head to head. Yeah. Uh, AW Rampage will take place at the live James L. Knight Center in Miami, Florida and will air ahead of the special Saturday Night Dynamite broadcast live on TNT due to the NHL. Um, That's interesting, isn't it? Do you think AW legit can be... No, of course they won't. I don't think so. Not SmackDown. Um, Mm. Do we not think it's too soon for Bron? I do. You want to build him up like Goldberg? Not this era of Goldberg like 96 Goldberg they don't care about that they just want to give him the belt and make him a big star yeah. and kind of likes him and Tommaso Ciampa looks older so they won't like that mm, true I mean that we joked about that didn't we NXT 2.0 it's new it's fresh it's got young people and the man who looks like he's 200 years old wins the championship the oldest looking wrestler ever yeah so. he does interesting I like, Tony Khan's great he's just I know some people don't like him um, but I think Tony Khan is he is a wrestling fan and somebody eyes a money mark is he he knows what he's doing and he signed the contract that made millions and millions of pounds for them to be on yeah. TNT that's just a cl- very clever businessman who knows this is wrestling shit as well so yeah. I don't think it's quote unquote a fan if we were that clever we'd be running wrestling companies wouldn't we and have millions and billions of pounds but we're not well just watch this space we'll definitely do it one day yeah but wow amazing um, it's gonna be interesting they will lose but it's nice that he they'll make something like we beat him in the demo for that little 30 minutes it's great, great. <laughs> out of every show called AEW Rampage on that, work, that network that night we were number one 
Crimson Mail. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Tony. He reminds me of, uh, reminds me of a more tanned and dragged up Rick Moranis. I, I kind of get where you're going with that. Yeah, he does look a bit out of it sometimes. He looks like he's got his really like wide eyes and he's like, yeah. He, does, he loves it. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, he's an interesting so chap. AW is just a huge tax write-off for him. Probably. It's a mafia yeah. thing. Guarantee it. They're just like, this is, you wait, mark this down. In five years' time, we're like, hey, the story of the wrestling coming out erupted and then became this, realised it was some sort of underground tax write-off thing. <laughs> what's happening next week on dynamite tony i don't, don't know <laughs> the police are going I've to arrest you i've made a shitload of money and i'm just yeah. going down in flames now yeah. so uh, fuck it yeah buy me another plane <laughs> don't know what debut hulk hogan is it? tony getting a bit big for his boosters andy no he's just playing the game he's getting us all this up we're talking about it if he said nothing this wouldn't yeah. be a thing I yeah he's he's being Eric Bischoff isn't he that's what he's being he's yeah. just like yeah fuck WWE and even if they don't win it they'll find out something just to sort of like play along and like oh they may have beaten us but you know fuck at it. least we didn't have zombies running around and yeah shit oh, like that's that. great, yeah. do something. I love it fair play to him do it more do it more do it more um do, 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 do. right during Wednesday night's AEW Dynamite it was announced the AEW TBS Championship will be a secondary title in the women's division uh, AEW Dynamite is moving from TMT to TBS beginning Wednesday January the 5th uh, Tony Schiavone announced the first uh, during the segment that there will be a tournament in the near future to determine the first ever champion I like it I mean the belt looks exactly the same apart from having the TS, uh, TBS logo Okay. And as someone pointed out on Instagram, one of the wrestling accounts has pointed out on Instagram, um, once you see that it says, uh, where it says TBS, it looks like it says hose. Oh, does it? H-O-S. Yeah, <laughs> you look at the thing. And once you've seen it, uh, what's going on with the stream, Lawrence? It's gone a bit squiffy. Yeah, I've noticed that. Damn it. It's okay. Okay. We still haven't, if we only dropped yeah. 0.4% of frames, it's nothing. So okay, it's fine. Okay, we're good. Uh, Seth has just said, was it TBS or was it Hose? Yeah, it does look like it says Hose. If you bring up a picture of the uh, TBS championship, and if you look at it and think Hose, <laughs> then that's what it says. That's not very good, is it? Not very you good. You can't unsee it. But what, what do you think about a secondary women's title? I think it's good. I mean, it it's something that they can spread across to another channel. Um, it's like almost an intercontinental women's championship. That's good though, I think. I hope I they don't like go it. the route of like women's tag team champions and all of that. I don't think they've got as deep enough a roster of interesting characters to do that. But a secondary no. uh, thing, you know, you could give it to... Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb. That match or, um, on Dynamite was Jay awesome. Cargill. Yeah, yeah. Jay Cargill would be a good uh, figurehead, even though I don't really like her. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh Mr. Price, two women's titles in AEW. When you only get one segment or match, most of the division end up squash matches on the C1 and C2 show. Hmm, interesting. Like from the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. Would be good if they actually had decent... They have a good decent recent women's roster, I'd pick. Serena Deeb's great. They they have got a good women's roster. The problem is they don't invest any time in them, so no one really cares about any of the characters apart from um, Britt Baker, really. Uh, I know Callum plays badly. How you doing, mate? Hello, good, hello, hello. Good evening. To talk about wrestling. He's sharing some Scott Steiner gifts, which I really enjoy. Amazing. Scott Steiner. Yeah. Scott Steiner with a tiger. Brilliant. <laughs> that mental. Like what happened to that tiger? Tiger King. Why was that not on Tiger King? 
Uh, do you know what? I've never watched Tiger King, and I saw it. I'm watching Gogglebox uh, with Princess Macat on uh, on Netflix, and I'm watching the season at the moment where they are sort of halfway through lockdown, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, we're stuck inside. Let's all everyone in the world watch Tiger King." I haven't seen it, but it looked quite good, so I might watch it. Now. It was quite good. Yeah, I, I think it's probably better to watch Tiger King than watch people watching Tiger King. To be honest. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's good. You watch something like that, and uh, you know, it makes you you see little clips of things, and you ah. just think, "Oh, I'm going to watch that." Okay. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the uh, AEW, uh, Bobby Fish is now all elite. And we mentioned um, that Bobby Fish had a match uh, against Sammy Guevara. He's brought in for a one shot, but he's now officially uh, part of the AEW yeah. family. He's going against Brian uh, Danielson. Fish- Exactly. Yeah. Uh, challenged Sammy for the AEW Championship. Guevara retained the AEW TNT Championship despite controlling most of the match. Uh, Fish was released from his NXT contract back on August the second, and again, yeah, has a match with Brian Danielson, which is cool. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, not on Dynamite, wow, awesome. amazing. Have a good match. Yeah, can't get that's gonna be a good match. Brutal. That's gonna be kick, kick central, kicking each other's heads off. In it will be absolutely. It's gonna be strong style uh, wrestling. Yeah, penalties. And oh, stuff. there you go, Sethy. More of the AEW originals being pushed down the roster again. Of course, I don't like it at all. Wrestling. <laughs> Kenny Omega's the AW champion. So uh anyway, uh moving on to kick ass matches. You want to talk about this one, uh what? Lawrence. I'm gonna well, read the new time first and then but... give us a bit of a Oh, okay. All right. Well, it was, it was violent. Uh, John Moxley re- retained the GCW title over Nick Gage in a death match that took place at Saturday night's last night's GCW Fight Club pay-per-view. The match became violent before the bell even rang with Gage busting Moxley open with a bundle of light tubes. Barbed wire, glass panes, light tubes and pizza cutters were all used with Moxley taking a pizza cutter to the mouth at one point. Moxley hit the paradigm shift through glass for a win to retain the GCW title. GCW also announced they'll be holding a show at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York on January the 23rd, 2022. It was gross. I hate it. It's rubbish. Yeah. Oh, it's just gross. Just uh, like straight away, Moxie comes in the ring and wallop him with some light tubes and his head starts bleeding. And then um, he gets one and wallops Nick Gage with it. It's just gross. It's gross. It's not nice wrestling. I did not like it at all. Mo- Moxie took his shirt off and wrestled without a shirt on. And it's silly because he does stuff like um, snow angels in glass. I mean, mm. I don't know what because he's like. It just, it's just gross. I just, I don't like it, man. What when you see quite good wrestling across both the AEW and the well, good wrestling across the world, really, and you mm. see this. I know there's a place for hardcore wrestling, but it was gross. I did not enjoy it at all. It's on YouTube. You can find the match, watch it in full HD. It's not a dodgy, dodgy rip or anything. It's just there. Um, someone's uploaded it, and it's absolutely gross. I didn't like it. Yeah, Mick Mick Foley was on the comments from tree. That was quite cool. He he liked it, I think. Yeah, to a point, but it's just gross. Like unprotected chair shots, slamming through glass, or, uh, like light tubes, and they just bleed like literally, like bang, and then their black back just starts bleeding blood mm. all down their back. It's gross, mate. I I don't like it. It's not- I mean, they're trying to reinvent ECW, aren't they? Essentially, um, for the modern age, but they're, they're doing they're doing well. It is working. A lot of people are now watching it. Were we talking about GCW six months ago? No, no, we weren't. I understand um, that, but it's I don't know. It's, it's I think what the Matt Cardone thing and Moxie going in there has helped. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, exactly what I was just going to say. It looks like, kind of cool like because there's no chairs. Everyone just they walk through the crowd, and that, that's quite cool. I I like it in that sense. Like the aesthetics different, but. Mm. it's just so gross it's horrible yeah like oh it's i don't know 
maybe there's a place for it in a small sense but i just don't i just don't like yeah this is lee i couldn't watch it shouldn't watch it everywhere like, oh yeah Sefi shorten their careers and potential lives like what are they doing what is moxley doing i'm not being funny he's just had mm. a baby three months ago he's yeah. married to renee and that's his personal life we don't know that we don't know the guy right he's in AEW. he's probably made a lot of money from his career in the fed and understand his creative situation but like it's not fake he gets walloped on the head with a glass tube he does not then move his hands to cut his head his head just oh no his head just then starts bleeding all over the place it's horrible not good it's not good at all um i mean what would you uh, again how long is it going to be before tony khan starts saying look you're like he wants to put moxley on tv in in a tag team main event or something like that and then Sorry, can't go on TV. My back's all cut up to shit because of a yeah. GCW show. Um, McGrath says he must enjoy it, but it was gross. And this guy's making a lot of money. He made a lot of money from this time in the Fed and he's doing that. And fair play, if he enjoys it, go for it. Enjoy it. Creative mm-hmm. thing. But like your body, you've only got one body and one... Something went wrong and that's him done, you know? Yeah, totally. It's horrible, mate. I mean, maybe the pizza cut has blunted down or... But it's not. I mean, it's, it's bl- so much blood. It's horrible. You can't you can't blunt down glass and light tubes. It's, it's horrible, Lee. I don't like it. Maybe when mm. I was twenty years, like 15, 20 years younger, I might have thought this is cool. And the idea of seeing yeah. a big star in a match like that, but I just don't like it, dude. It's, it's if too you watch much. it again, I think it's um uh yeah, this is Lee eighty four said, Yeah, you can watch it every week. Yeah, the the, the odd one off death match, you think, Oh wow, that was pretty brutal, that was gruesome. But you're done then. You want to just get back to normal wrestling. Mm. Um anyway. I understand. There I, we just, go. I just didn't like it, dude. It wasn't not my cup of tea. Uh, moving on then to so some more moving around. The former WWE tag team, the Iconics, have signed with Impact Wrestling. Wow. At the end of Saturday night's knockouts, uh, a video aired announcing that the inspiration, Cassie Lee and Jesse McKay, are coming to Bound for Glory. The pay-per-view is taking place live at Samstown Live in Las Vegas on Saturday, October the 23rd. The pay-per-view will have a special 10 p.m. Eastern start time. Oh, my God. This is a great opportunity for us to really get into watching TNA because the, the, the inspiration, the Iconics, are now in Impact Wrestling. If they needed one thing, it's the, it's the, it's the Iconics. <laughs> you tried, didn't you? You tried really hard. <laughs> Are you going to watch Pound for Glory? We have to watch. We have to watch some of it, won't we? We'll, we'll watch it. Josh Alexander watch versus Christian, mate. Egg versus Cage. <laughs> egg versus Cage. The caged egg. Yeah. Um, uh, Saturday. Uh, I think it's a Saturday after AEW. Prince of Prices says. So that's okay. oh, goodness me. It's gonna be exciting. Well, Pound for mm-hmm. Glory was always there. WrestleMania, as they said, but that's exactly it. Um, but they were not being funny. They weren't very good when they were in WWE, were they? Well, no, they were just like comedy. They were just annoying. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I, I, don't know. I see they have been training a lot. And they've put, she's done nine weeks of improv classes, Cassie Lee. So maybe they're trying to expand their horizons and become a lot better. I, hope and so. I, know, oh, yeah. they ha- I know they had issues with their green cards because they're Australian. So. But of course, Cassie Lee's married to Sean Spears, isn't she? Exactly, which re- really surprised me that they d- didn't jump to AEW unless AEW weren't interested. Well, they're not very good, are they? No, not really. I mean, they were sort of character people. They were pants. Mm. Same. 
So there we go. Um, according to, this uh, also is uh, on an Impact item. According to a report by PW Insider, former Impact Wrestling star Chris Harris, uh, who is 46, was arrested this past Tuesday in Kenton County, Kentucky, and charged with operating a motor vehicle under the influence of alcohol, as well as failure to produce an insurance card. It was said that Harris was booked into jail on Tuesday, October the 5th at 10.05 p.m. and was then released on the morning of October the 6th at 11.28 a.m., Local time on a twenty-five thousand dollar bond. No, 25. sorry, Yeah, two thousand five hundred dollar bond. Sorry. It was also noted Harris has a court date on November the second at nine a.m. local time. Uh, Harris last wrestled in twenty eighteen. His last televised appearance on Impact was this past March as part of a story built around James Storm one thousandth match. Harris and Storm also wrestled together in a tag team as America's Most Wanted, and he also wrestled under the name of Braden Walker in the WWE version of ECW in two thousand and eight. Wow. Well, maybe wrestlers shouldn't drive because there's a lot of stories about people getting caught drinking and driving mm. wrestlers. Absolutely. Um, not good for you, drinking and driving. No. Don't do it. It's dangerous, not only for yourself, but for other people on the road. Naughty yeah. Chris Harris. Naughty Get, Chris sort it Harris. Um, you, you will become America's Most Wanted if wow. anything bad happens. What a segue. I like yeah, it. Uh, not good. Okay, wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. Uh, this is Lee has just said, uh, is TNA on TV anymore in the UK? Do you know what? I don't know. It changes networks and things so often. I can't keep up with where the hell you get to watch it. I don't um, think it is. No, maybe not. We find Chris Harris guilty. Yeah. And that was their old. Uh... Oh. Terrifying. Um, that was their old, uh, their old theme music. America's Most Wanted. How was it? What? Yeah. Uh, you can you can YouTube it. You can probably play, play the first like ten seconds of it. I'm not going to try anything like that tonight, just because. Of... Okay, just in case. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's the Impact Plus app only for UK now. Oh God. Oof. Okay. Ouch. Or just watch uh, clips of YouTube. It's, yeah, they pretty much upload the whole thing. That's what we all do. Yeah. Uh, right. This was interesting. I watched this. Uh, WWE Champion Big E did the video introduction for Saturday Night's Fury versus Wilder three boxing match that took place from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Fury defeated Wilder in the eleventh round by knockout to retain the WBC title. Uh, Big E was also in the crowd for the fight and was shown on camera during the pay per view wearing a Ghostbusters cardigan. Was he? Yeah, a Ghostbusters cardigan. Are you going to get a Ghostbusters cardigan, Lawrence? Uh, oh, I don't know. I might do. I love Ghostbusters so much. Yeah. I can't wait for that film. It's going to be good. That's next month, isn't it? I can't wait. Sorry, Bound for Glory. I'm more excited <laughs> about watching Ghostbusters Afterlife. I need to do... I think I've got to do... I'm doing a podcast with Andy about uh, Ghostbusters. And then yeah. I know I'm doing one with Crimson Metal. So we put that about 18 months ago before COVID. Uh, about talking <laughs> about Ghostbusters Front Explained as well. Mm. So... Um, it's like I'm the Ghostbusters, uh, the Ghostbusters uh, expert, maybe. I don't know. I was maybe. playing Ghostbusters last night on Twitch, walking around the firehouse going, look, this is the trap from Extreme Ghostbusters. Look, this is the PKE meter from the cartoon. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a good game. Easter eggs. There are lots of Easter eggs. There's loads. There's loads. Like you can find in the old Ghostbusters game, there's a do the doors of Ecto-1 with the mm. Ghostbusters 2 logo hidden in the cupboard. It's so good. So, Fury did an wow. impression of The Undertaker before the fight. Wow. I still haven't watched oh, that God. Undertaker New Day thing. Oh, you've got to do it, Lawrence. You've Maybe got to one do it. day. I've been Check trying to get my internet working before watching anything, really. So True. 
And now, and now I'm more into watching really good 4K Marvel stuff because I've got that TV, didn't I? And it's actually working. Now so I'm like, oh my God, this looks amazing. Makes me want to watch all the MCU again. <laughs> the official MOS Ghostbusters enthusiast. Well, Lee's quite a Ghostbusters enthusiast as well, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I was a fan of the... Uh, I was a part of the official Ghostbusters fan club back in oh 1985. Oh, my right. I sent through stuff in the post. Let's just do a classic MOS detail. What did you get <laughs> from that fan club, Lee? Please, uh, let I everyone wants to know. I got a certificate of uh, being an official Ghostbuster. Oh they God. sent through a newsletter every yeah. month, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I got a badge with it. And it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. And there were some other bits and bobs as well. I can't You've remember what You've done some cool shit when you were young. I didn't get anything like that. I didn't do it. Yeah. There could be anyone that's head of still any Only one Ghostbuster. There could be. There can be I mean, I'm going with one. Lawrence as the... <laughs> I'm going with Lawrence as the uh, the main Ghostbusters uh, fan. But yeah, definitely uh, head on over to uh, Andy's Retro Chat podcast because uh, Lawrence is going to be on there doing Ghostbusters. I've got a couple of appearances well coming up. And uh, the unexplained one I'm going to be doing as well. So there you go. Well, Andy's Andy's stuff. Andy's view on Ghostbusters, and then Mel. So the the UK and the American with me Ooh. in the middle talking about Ghostbusters. That's and as we get closer to Ghostbusters Afterlife coming out on, on November nineteenth, we need mm. to take bets on. And I'll be honest, will I cry? I think. I th- yeah, I think I will. Yeah, I, th- I think I will. Yeah, I mean, all the original cast apparently cried, Lawrence. I, I'm definitely going to cry when Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out. I d- yeah. And I'll be honest. I'll be totally honest. And the next MOS, I'll watch it when it comes out on the Friday. So the following MOS on the Sunday. Or when it, maybe we could do our own MOS, our Ghostbusters Afterlife. I, I, I'll be honest. Will I cry? I probably will. Ministry of Spengler, MOS. <sighs> uh, Head of Steel is betting, yes, I will cry when Ghostbusters comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely so think good. I'll cry. Lee, did you cry when Luke Skywalker... Uh, spoilers for... Spoilers for Mandalorian. Shit, yeah. I've already Did you cry when Luke Skywalker turned up? Uh, I didn't cry, but I was damn near close. Oh, so was I. Because it was just like, you're just like, so on the edge of my seat. I was like, shit, is it him? How much are they going to show? How much are they going to show? Oh my God, he's taking the hood off. Oh my God, it's Luke Skywalker. Um, yeah, that was good. That was really good. I think loads of people nearly cried. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quite Venom excited. 2 first, though, says Sethi. How about what? Re- oh, wait. Detour again. Back to wrestling. <laughs> Even in the middle of this. What wrestling things have you cried in? Anything wrestling? Um, Ric Flair. Well, Ric Flair's uh, retirement. Not when he got kicked in the face by Shawn Michaels, but the following night where they brought all the legends back. And right. Oh, yeah. I leave the memories alone. That bit. Um, what else did I cry at? I don't know. I don't think I've cried at anything else. Edge? Mm. No, not really. I was th- never the biggest Edge fan. I wasn't the biggest Edge fan, but I think I nearly cried when Edge re- retired. I was a bit upset. And I definitely know the one I did cry at was when Hogan came back to do the Mean Gene. Let me. He came out and spoke. He hadn't been on, on telly for ages he, in America mm. since the, 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 the issues he had. And he came, this is his first UK in-ring appearance. It wasn't because Hogan was back. But it was because he done his just said about Mean Gene, and then the pitch was up, and he went, "Let me tell you something, Mean Gene." And he said mm. about all the wrestlers, like up in the club, up in heaven with Andre and Macho Man and the Warrior. He said that that promo, and that was quite sad because you realise all these heroes um, from your all past gone. are all gone, and Hogan's there mm. by still kind of by himself, whatever you know. And oh no, there's a lot of that still around still. But it was just seemed quite sad because maybe I just thought like he's around. He's been there for all that period of time and all these guys he's listing off, he's had the big parts of his career and none mm. of them are there. And I was a bit upset when I saw that, I remember. So, yeah. my mean I, I did almost shed a tear when, and I think I mentioned this, when, just may remember when CM Punk came back to AEW. 
Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the energy and the crowd and everything, it was just so like big. Was would you say what was what was closer to tears, Luke Skywalker or CM Punk? CM Punk definitely. I mean, I think I did uh, well. Really? Yeah, wow. CM Punk. That wasn't because you woke so up good. at like three in the morning. No, and I was oh. a bit emotional because I was tired. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Why have I got up at four in the morning to watch guys in their pants? I'm 45 years old. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, what am I doing? You just realised suddenly, shit. Oh, God. Well, the graph, I wound up watching Hogan and the Rock at Mania and Hulk first Hulk up. Yeah, that was good, yeah. See, yeah, uh, yeah, Doomslayer. CM Punk is back in wrestling in AEW. You must watch it, mate. Just go on YouTube, type CM Punk AEW. You can see his return. He's had about three or four matches as well. It's actually quite good. Mm. And, and Daniel back, Bryan back long, is in AEW. trousers again. Yeah, Lee doesn't like his... He wears trousers now. It's, it's devastating. He wore shorts. He's had one match with... Yeah, one match with the tr- old trunks on. That was better. And now he's back to the it's stupid not trousers. Punk wearing trousers. No. <laughs> it's like my Hulk Hogan doesn't wear the long trousers. He's in the trunks. Oh, I liked Hulk Hogan in the trousers. It was good. Tie-dye. Tie-dye all the way. Mm. Electric down the, down the legs. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, if he's Hollywood Hogan, black and white NWO Hollywood Hogan, definitely the tights is cool. But if he's Hulk Hogan, red and yellow, it's got to be the, the oh no the wait man, oh, oh, I, I liked his, his tie dye ones. So it's a wrestling fashion, the fashion wrestling fashion podcast, wrestling Good. fashion podcast. Uh, Doomslayer said, "Oh, check that out. He was a disaster. He was a disaster in UFC, but made a lot of money, and he was in the game, which was good for him." Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, during last now this is rubbish. During last week's episode of Impact on Access TV, <laughs> it was announced that Impact, the Impact Digital Media Championship, Ooh. is the company's newest title. A single elimination tournament will begin next Tuesday, October the fifth, to determine the first ever champion. The new title will mainly be defended on Impact Wrestling Digital Social Media and Impact Plus. Uh, matches will be on Tuesdays and Wednesdays on Impact Plus will then be available on demand for the YouTube in Ultimate Insider platform. Now, the finals of the tournament will take place on the Bound for Glory pay-per-view on October the 23rd. Uh, and here are the two matches they've announced so far. Hernandez versus Crazy Steve. Hernandez, and- that's where he is, see? There he is. And John Schuyler versus... Zicky Dice now, Lawrence. Now, I know, so you've highlighted Zicky Dice. You've done that on purpose. So, but this guy Just here, to wind you up. Yeah. Uh, bloody uh, digital media championship. I beat him in a promo on that Twitch channel. Like, absolutely whooped his ass at it. Everyone was like, this is great. And then I challenged him again. And all the, all the Americans got upset because, oh, you're being too horrible to him. Well, I, I just called him a loser because I beat him in the last round and I made him be a loser even more. And he didn't like it. He got all upset. So, and he, so there you go. Mr. Priceless knows he watched it and the gruff. Oh, apparently these matches are already on Impact's YouTube page. I'm not watching Zicky Dice wrestle. I beat him in a promo (laughs) and then he got all upset about it because I was not a wrestler and I beat him. I'm better at promos than him. (laughs) Fact. I'll challenge him again. If he wants to come on here, I I will do it. I, I can do it straight away. Let's get Zicky Dice trending and then I'll be like, oh, what's that all about? And then he'll look. He didn't like it. It's quite funny. No, he did. He, he, did. he got all. Uh, he got all shuffled. Good news. You might be happy, Lawrence. Yes, I am. I'm always happy, Mr. Priceless. Spoiler. Spoiler. Oh, he lost. Oh, then. okay. That's yeah, I guess he lost. Good. <laughs> um, we'll let Mr. Priceless carry on with that. Uh, right. Next up, WOW Women of Wrestling continues to gear up for the premiere of its new season next year. Uh, the promotion has posted a Women casting notice. Yeah, uh, for its WOW superhero series on Actors Access. Producer David McLean and Tessa Blanchard are listed as the casting directors. Because Tessa Blanchard can't get a job anywhere else. Mm. 
Um, and then continuing to that, AJ Lee's return to pro wrestling has been a topic of speculation for many years, and now she would do just that as an executive producer and broadcaster for Women of Wrestling. So um, this is the uh, sort of like the seed of the spawn of Glow, the original 80s Glow. Yeah, it isn't is. it? Like, yeah. Man, interesting. Women of Wrestling. Did you ever watch that, Lee? No. What was that wrestlicious thing that you used to be? Wrestlicious, babe. What was that? Oh, that was just something that Jimmy Hart did. It was. It was more just a little pilot series. It was never a proper, like, company. It was a bit like, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Lucha Underground. It's more like a little series oh, right. rather than um, a, a proper. So yeah, this doesn't debut raised. till next year, does it? It's not even on telly till next, like I think no. twenty late, like this time next year. AJ Lee's back to wrestling. Do you reckon that's to do with her husband? Could be. I mean, CM Punk like coming home every day and saying, that was amazing. That was so good. I'm really excited. Has got with, uh, but this would be TV now, studio but... stuff, won't it, I think? Yeah. Yeah, it'll feel like Impact, I reckon. Okay. Hmm. Uh, it's something I did like about, um, do you remember Wrestling Society X when they were in that little warehouse thing and they were all, all the wrestlers were just kind of like floating around on outside the ring in, yeah. in and amongst the crowd, just hanging off of yeah, railings yeah, yeah. and stuff. That's like that some was of that awesome. YouTube wrestling. Now the internet's working, I couldn't do that again in the bars and stuff. I like that. That's yeah. good. Compared, going back to that Nick Gage stuff, there's a mm. little bit of like brutal stuff, like, or just like, oh, they're going to slam someone on, the, on a stage or in the bar floor. And it's quite, it's a little bit brutal. But basically... Um, this is an interesting theory. So when I used to, when I started singing, someone said to me, "All you do is sing at 100 miles an hour all the time. You need to hold back and like show le- flavors of singing, if you know what I mean." Otherwise, you're just like, ah, go go go! Like I mean, years ago, like you know, just always going for it. And that yeah. Nick Gage John Moxie match was very much like that. It was like right, light tube. Literally, the match John Moxie got in the ring, light tube straight away, and it's 100 go 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 go. There's no rest or. Or it's just, and there's no like he's selling what this issue is. Like, oh, he's been hit by a chair. Sell it. No, just get up and do something else. And so it's too much. So I'm just caught comparing that to that. it's always 100. percent So it's not. You can't take it in a bit. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know why I've related to the singing. But then, like, what I'm saying about this this uh, wrestling side X and stuff, and watching the bar wrestling is like it's quite good because yeah. it's, it's they have one moment or a couple moments of brutal stuff, if that makes sense. And it get get more into it, yeah. like. The, oh my god what are they going to do but this is just too much for that Nick Gage stuff I don't like it yeah, but, uh, the Young Bucks is different Sefi because it's, it's, there's not all this brutalness they don't need to do it like the Young Bucks might do a crazy wrestling move but they don't do like smash through a glass pane and then just get up and do a, a snow angel in the glass it's, it's, <laughs> it's horrible yeah it's really horrible yeah. it's not nice I don't like I don't like that I'll watch another one soon see if I like, like that one I don't think I ever will Lee no, no. You, uh, I'm just looking at what Mr. Price says. Wrestling Society X, that was quite good. All the episodes you can find on YouTube aged quite a bit. Still quite a few familiar faces, still relevant. Matt Seidel, Scorpio Sky, and Seth Rollins. Ooh. Maybe we should uh, include that if it's available on YouTube. Maybe we can stick it on a watch along at some point, Lawrence. One of the, uh, we'll pick out a Seth Rollins match from Wrestling Society X. We should do it. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. We could watch that. Oh, I'd like that. We should watch wrestling yeah. together on the internet. <laughs> Let's watch. Or you could come around here. Could do. And Maybe I can make you dinner. Coronavirus. <laughs> I've got coronavirus no more. I beat That's that. Good. And I get to you meet could, bags. You could come around here. Oh, I hope Grot bags is all right. I feel He'll quite... be fine. Save Grot bags. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Alex. How you doing? Good, good. Welcome, everybody. It's good to be here. So there. Everyone's back. Grot bags. The internet's kind of hot. We keep dropping. It drops down to no, no kilobytes a second, which is like deadly news for a stream. And then it like for one second, not even about a half second. So it's fine. I mean, yeah. panicking. We've dropped seven seven hundred and seventy six frames. 
which is nothing. So um, we're fine. So yeah, yeah. Have you okay. seen A Kid versus Mike Quackenbush? No. Uh, no. When was that? Was that is that a recent match or is it an old match? I don't know. Oh, Sefi um, went to watch wrestling last night as well in Yeovil, and the new UP double champ UPW champion is Simon Miller. Who's Simon Miller? Well, I don't know. I used to uh, he, uh, he, he used to speak to me on the phone. Never. Oh. Clip this if you want to send it to him. What a shame. <laughs> oh, his it, phone. His phone must have been broken for about oh, two yeah. years now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Gruff. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Get myself in trouble. Everyone. I always do this. Last one. You, you, you <laughs> lean me into it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna highlight Zicky Dice on the thing. You literally put, you put that in bold so I'd react to it. That's it. I don't give a shit about a, an impact digital media title. Well, the, only re- the only reason I put that story in there is because Zicky Dice is in it just to get you ranting and raving. <laughs> yes, you do that on purpose. You get me in trouble. <laughs> so uh, there's going to be a match. <laughs> no jamming, just slamming. Um, the only reason I put that, did you know for the uh, TNA or Impact Wrestling Digital Media Championship, it's going to be Zicky Dice versus Simon Miller with uh, Lawrence as a special referee. I, I want to know who, who cares about the, the Impact Wrestling Digital Media Championship? Oh, wrestling fans, who cares about that? Let's be honest. I'm the Impact Wrestling Digital <laughs> Media Championship. That must be the shittiest wrestling belt ever. Oh. I mean, the belt looks crap, Does it? let alone what it's called, but Hello? the belt looks pretty shit. Oh, oh, what's that in your luggage bag when you go through the airport? Oh, no, through the bus station. Uh, and, oh, I'm, I'm the Impact Wrestling Digital Media Champion. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the person who works at the bus station, what is that? <laughs> what's Impact Wrestling? They, they, they understand the word wrestling and they'll be like, Digital Media Champion. Oh, you're mad. What's that crazy massive belt you're wearing? I, who would wear that anyway? I'm just getting off on wood now. <laughs> Back uh, Glory's coming up lately. Can't wait to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> what, we're to, what we're talking about um, <clears throat> titles. This is the last bit. Oh, of news, God. Uh, if we've, we've been on an hour. Great. Um, the title versus title match lived up to the hype at MLW Fightland as Alex Hammerstone is now the reigning MLW World Heavyweight Champion and the MLW National Openweight Champion. Alex Hammerstone won the grueling title bout after hitting Fatu with a power slam and a fireman's carry cutter for the pinfall win in the main event match of the evening. Jacob Fatu's impressive MLW World Championship reign ends at 819 days. Uh, he first won it at uh, on July the 6th, 2019. With the win, Hammerstone becomes the ninth MLW World Heavyweight Champion and his MLW National Openweight Championship sits at 859 wow. days in Now, Alex Hammerstone is fucking awesome. Right. You've got to check out some of his stuff. If you go onto the uh, MLW YouTube uh, page, yeah, he's pretty cool. He's almost like Brock Lesnar crossed with Thor. I think I've seen him. Does he not wear like red and yellow? Yes, he does. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like he's, that. he's pretty good. He's I reckon it won't be long before he uh, goes up to somewhere like an Impact or an AEW or a WWE. Um, but they, I don't want him to go to the WWE because they need to keep him how he is because he's he's doing really well. He's really developing. So I like Alex Hammerstone. We should get Alex Hammerstone on the on the show. We should do it. Email Emily. Say I like you, Alex Hammerstone. Yeah, we, I've got long blonde hair as well. You mean spend an evening emailing wrestlers? Yeah, and not, Dorian not rude things. and Dorian from Birds of a Feather. 
Oh, is she still alive? Is she still alive? Is she? There you go. Let's go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble with Princess Macap. That was your fault, Lauren. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why Long. do we need... Uh... Oh. <laughs> uh, do you know what, Lawrence? That was the news. That's the news. The news is done. Here we go. You know. <laughs> That was the news. That was the wrestling news, Lee. The wrestling news has been done for tonight. That was far too much wrestling news. So much wrestling news. One hour of wrestling news, Lee. Uh, I've, got his e- I've got his email address. Oh, my God. Dude. Email him. Let's get him on. So you're my favourite wrestler, Alex Hammerstone. I'm a very, I'm a successful Twitch streamer doing wrestling chat on it, Twitch. Um, yeah. My co-host beat Zicky Dice in a wrestling promo competition <laughs> in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Um... And we used to be mates with Simon Miller. He's bound to come on. <laughs> oh, God. Um, right, talking about people coming on the show. Do you right. know what it's time for now, Lawrence? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Meryl! <laughs> well, I don't, I've seen this picture. I don't know how you... I'm sure you pick these pictures where people can't see... Meryl can't see him. But Meryl... But no, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do you, this on purpose now. You try getting a picture of Abyss where he looks like Abyss, but you can still see his face. Right, okay. You know, okay. it's difficult. There you go, Meryl. Here we go. So, there you go, Meryl. How you Hi, doing? Hi, Meryl. Yeah, good, thanks. Okay. Hi, Lee. Hi, everyone. Hi, Meryl. Hashtag pray for grot bags. Yeah, I know. It's sad. I hope he's going to be okay. He will he's definitely just... be okay. He'll be fine. He might be blind. Aww. He won't be okay. Anyway. But that's why we uh, have our podcast available the day after every show. So if you're blind, you can still listen to the Ministry you of You can, Sound. yeah, yeah, yeah. They grow back and check out the audio version. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Oh, poor Grot Bags. Imagine little headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to Photoshop it. Yeah. <laughs> can he be the official MOS cat? Well, we've got Bonnie and JV as well, so maybe. Yeah, true. I don't want to but make I mean... them jealous, mate. No, fair point. All Sorry. Right, okay. <laughs> we have to all three of them. Um, right. There we go, Meryl. So, Meryl, this is Abyss. Now, I don't know how you're going to do this. I think Lee's done this on purpose, but here we go. So, this is Abyss, Meryl. <laughs> Podcast listeners, there's literally a picture of Abyss. With, you can't even see his face. You can't even see his face. <laughs> so, what's he look like? Oh, God. Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Because I can't see his face. Um... <laughs> I'm getting that's food. that's with this smaller mask on. Is it? <laughs> oh my! Well, uh, from what I can see, I, I'm thinking maybe like a toad or something. Oh, like some kind of toad. I can see that. Yeah, yeah toad. Like a toad from like Wind in the Willows. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There we go. So Abyss from uh, TNA, now a backstage producer for WWE. Uh, looks like a toad. He does, yes. I, I think. Uh, it's hard to say. You also reminds me a bit of, no, like um, the boss, Bowser, from the Mario games. Yes. I could see that in him as well. He does look like that, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Cool. There we go. It's a hard one. It's That's amazing. Mask. Good work, yeah, That is a difficult one. Well done. Thanks, Meryl. <laughs> Thank back, you. back next week, Meryl. Okay, cool. Back next week. <laughs> Bye, Meryl. Bye, Meryl. There goes Meryl. She's gone. <laughs> It's a bit the Grush just brought up Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which is one of the best rides ever at Disney World, and it's not there anymore. This internet thing's a bit weird. We keep, I keep noticing it. I think it's okay, but every so often we just drop like one odd, like no kilobytes a second, and then yeah, but... you you freeze and your voice goes all funny oh, on my it? end. Okay. So yeah, it's a weird thing, but it seems like it's okay. So yeah. uh, thanks I mean, for the follow, follow Weg money. 
Yeah, I think it'd be better than last yeah. week's audio anyway. So we only dropped one yeah. percent of frames in a in a one hour fourteen minute stream. So there's hardly anything to be fair. That's so pretty. We're cool. okay. Sorry, sorry, uh, guys watching. This is a bit of a. We just got stuff like these tech things, but we're getting there. Everyone says it looks but, like KSent. I'm just worried about nothing. I've just realised, Darren. So we 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 normally do the, uh, the the MOS arena. Oh, sorry, the uh, the, the paper review at this point. But we haven't got a, a, a paper view to review, and we haven't got one to preview that's coming up this week. I know. So I just um, cancel the show. So we, yeah, we're gonna hiatus. We're gonna skip on this week. Money. Yes, he wants to ask a question. Let's do it. Uh, throw it out there so i think what we'll probably do lawrence is if we have our uh we talk about the predictions and the match maybe that we're going to do we'll have a quick break and in the break we'll do our uh, gx accounts ad and then we'll move on to the mos arena what do you think about that that's cool we can come back yeah sure. or should we do the gx accounts now and then well we'll do what you yeah. said i'm writing out i'm sort of, oh, sorry i can't i'm terrible no at no, no it's all right yeah I'm yeah it's right. writing and talking i can't do you it carry on writing we have got a very serious wrestling promo coming up this week we we've also got some really good this week in wrestling history stuff coming up as well um you can, you can ask a question wedge money as well totally fine go for it absolutely um so Lawrence, we've got a break and we've got the gx accounts uh promo should we run them back to back and then we'll come back and do uh, do the mos arena straight after that yes we should do that yes well yeah we let's come back and then we'll pre let's do the adverts and then come back and preview the match that's a good idea okay so why don't we do we go straight to the, the match okay we'll do the break yeah then we'll come back and preview the match yeah then we'll do the gx accounts ad and then straight into the mos arena live production idea. stuff great idea lee so what are we do now the advert yeah the advert <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's definitely do that what are we do right professional live streamers okay. yes mr price uh, uh, oh hang on <laughs> okay right so so guys this is the advert after these messages and we'll we'll right. send us the message oh. while during the advert and then we can answer when we come back after these messages, messages we'll be right, we'll be right back, back. Hey guys, Lawrence here. Thank you very much for checking out the show. Here are some great ways you can help support the Ministry of Slam and the MOS Network. Wrestling is awesome again, as we all know, and lots of people are rediscovering their love for wrestling. If you speak to someone or find someone who's rediscovering their love for wrestling, make sure you tell them about the Ministry of Slam and the MOS Network. We're getting loads of people coming back to our community, and we want to welcome more and more people back to this awesome community that we're all part of. Remember, the show goes live every single week and we want to keep growing the MOS army it's great being back Lee and me love being here doing the show creating all this great content and connecting with all you guys and this great awesome community we've got called the MOS army remember the podcast goes live the next day after the live show on Twitch and the MOS classic goes live every Friday where you can find out what happened in wrestling 12 years ago this very week lots of other content going live on the show like the unexplained side of the slam and wrestling watch lawns keep updated come and join our discord keep checking out all that good stuff and remember please help spread the word of the mos network let's try and grow this community as much as possible guys wrestling is awesome again we are loving being back much love thank you for checking out the show positive vibes to you all glorious times wrestling wins This is the phenomenal AJ Styles, your TNA World Heavyweight Champion, and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. We're back, Lee. We're back. 
We're back. The internet is still working and we're back. The internet is still Thank working. Thank you, AJ Styles. No, uh, is, it, is it We G Money or Weeg Money? Weeg Money. I don't know. Money. I don't know. Uh, Weeg Money or We G Money. Uh, tell us how to pronounce it in the chat. But he's got a very interesting question. He or she has got uh, a very interesting question. He posed to the chat room and he posed to us. Uh, do you fellas think that AEW is going to beat WWE every week at any point? Uh, we G money. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Um, hmm. Depends because there's a big drop. There's been, there's a, I think there's like a nearly a 17% drop off in viewership for Raw in the last two years on the draft, which is one of the main shows of the year. But I do, I do feel that. Well, Sethi says no. <laughs> I, I do feel AEW, if, people can hook onto it and realize mm. that there's brian danielson there and they see the style mm. of wrestling and, and i know sefi doesn't think so but these new characters like the darby allen who is basically this generation's jeff hardy you know yep. kids will love darby allen girls will love darby allen you know guys like darby allen you know you know girls want to fuck darby allen guys want to be <laughs> guys want to be darby allen and that's what you want to be a big star isn't it to be fair it's yeah, true. I'm with you. You know, um, yeah. so <laughs> but, basically, what I'm saying is that you know he's a big star, and if if people can hook on to these younger stars plus the established guys, oh, Doomsday Ass is he a rubbish thing wannabe? He might be. Some people might think that. I don't think so. I think Darby Allen's great, and some people might not like him. But that's the great thing about wrestling. If you don't like Darby Allen, you might like Jungle Boy. Or you might like, um, you know, a Ricky Starks or any of these guys. I or think Zucky Dice. Maybe. <laughs> I think, though, that the, the quality of the content, there's, there must be a reason why that I actually sit down with Meryl and we watch AEW together. I've never done yeah. that with wrestling ever, with Meryl, ever, in the time we've been together or, you know, all the time I've been with Meryl or all the time I've watched mm. wrestling. Like, I literally mm. watch from the start to end. Don't skip anything. And I really enjoy it. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that because I do it that it's going to be that that will beat WWE, but that must be a reason why it's a good quality product. And I think if more and more people discover AEW, like Forbes done something about AEW this week on their YouTube channel with Tony Khan, mm. more people will discover it. They just will. That's that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's about promoting itself, and like everyone knows who WWE is, but the the people who watch WWE don't necessarily know what AEW is, where to find it, or whatever. It's all about the promotion, getting the name out there. Yeah. And they've got all the stars now. They've got way too many stars, if anything, but they need to get it out there that these guys are there on AEW. They need to do some promotion. They need to buy billboards in Times Square. They need to do anything just to get the whole thing out there um do a big old uh, they should come over here they should do a show over in the uk that'd no, be cool uh, mate i mean you look at what tna did back in 2010 11 12 13 mm. selling out wembley arena if aw come over here those tickets are going to be hot hot yeah, to trot absolutely. to get um i i only th i think uh do say i think aw would only be able to do it if they got onto cable which i don't think they are currently no so aw will never beat smackdown ever no, probably not. But, uh, well, not not for the substantial future, no. at least. But it could make they maybe will be they maybe will catch up with Raw, and they're catching mm. up with Raw. They are Dynamite's catching up with Raw, and yeah. Raw's had such a drop off. And AEW's got it's a two years two year anniversary of Dynamite. There has been I think it's like a, a nearly twenty percent drop off in viewers for the for the draft, which always happens in October for Raw. Yeah, and then you see the AEW number. I think how much it's gone up. They haven't beaten their debut episode, but they're regularly hitting a million uh, mm. viewers for Dynamite in America. So, yeah. but 
in general purposes, that's a nice thing for us wrestling fans to talk about. But who cares? None of that really matters in terms of the storyline and stuff as well. You know, it's good to see a company rise, but also mm. you got to kind of enjoy the, the, the product as well. Not so yeah, much the exactly. backstage stuff, because sometimes that, yeah. let, that ruins it for you. Oh, the backstage. Just enjoy the product or don't enjoy the mm. product. That's also a good part of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, we're all wrestling fans, aren't we? And we're all entitled to the things we like and the things yeah. we don't like. And uh, no wrestling is shit if people were, if there are people out there that enjoy it. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I think for me, like the backstage stuff is a nice part of wrestling to to to, mm. to find out. It's, it's an interesting thing, I suppose. It's like football or sports fans going, "Oh, they're going to sign this player, or that thing's going to happen here." Mm. You know, that's part of it. But also remember, it's it's not quote unquote a real sport either, is it? And it's True. it's like an entertainment scripted program. Yeah. Um, so you also, you know, you don't watch like you don't say watch Game of Thrones or whatever it would be. And go, oh, the viewership of Game of Thrones just dropped off this month. You know, sometimes you just <laughs> gotta forget about that and just enjoy watching it or not enjoy watching it. Um, yeah, because sometimes, and that's what I feel like I'm getting into. I'm enjoying AW now, even without yep. Punk there. And, and like, you, I watched the Kenny and Brian Danielson match. And I'm like, this is great. What a great match from Grand Slam. And then through the episode, I'm actually talking to Mara about the wrestling and go, well, you can tell these wrestlers later on in the show aren't as good as Kenny and uh, Kenny and Daniel Bryan. You can see the difference in their wrestling skills and stuff like that. Mm. And the match isn't as fluid. And you sort of more get into the actual wrestling side of the program as opposed to the uh, backstage, the backstage stuff. The what's going on? Yeah. I mean, it's difficult to stay away from the backstage. Even if you're just a casual fan, you, you oh, will yeah. start finding out about the, you know, the backstage side of things because... You know, everyone in the the building when CM Punk came back because of the internet knew that CM Punk was going to come yeah. back. Um, but and could you imagine if you just turned up out of nowhere, no one knew because the internet didn't exist, and CM Punk just turned up? Yeah, I, I, what a reaction! I, I mean, I agree, mate. I, I totally, I, I know. I mean, that would have been amazing. Yeah. I, I agree, but I, I think that backstage thing is a nice thing as a wrestling fan to, to like it as well. The backstage numbers, signings, da 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 da, this that yeah. and the other that makes up the majority of our show. And I'm not saying it. I do quite like that side of it too. But what I'm also now finding I'm really enjoying with AW is I'm just watching it as a TV program. I'm not going, oh bloody hell, why is there zombies on the round the ring or oh yeah. what you know? It, the, the, for me, it's enjoyable. And whether someone like Sefi doesn't like AEW but might like. UPW like you went and watched last night or you might like watching MLW or Impact it's all for everyone and that's that's great you know that's that's what's great for me Sefi says Rampage has dropped ever since Punk has returned okay then that's that's a fair point but for me I enjoy watching AEW right now so for yeah. me that's another hour of AEW for me to enjoy watching and I yeah. like that you know I'm whether it, whether it lost for you know maybe the losing of the viewership would be a problem for me thinking, oh no, it's going to get cancelled. Mm. If you know what I mean? But I like watching it. So it's different things. Do you know what I mean? It is. It is. And there's, yeah, there's something for everyone, uh, which is the important thing about wrestling. That's it. And Mr. Price just said, Ring of Honor, Major League Wrestling, GCW, New Japan. And that's not even looking at your big three of uh, you know, WWE, yeah. um, Impact and, and AEW. So huge yeah I mean, lots of stuff there's, there's lots a hotbed of wrestling right now i mean like you said we we never ever would have spoke about gcw no and maybe that's because of the forbidden door quote-unquote thing maybe that's because of that thing opening it up a bit more and moxley going here there and everywhere not just being exclusively to uh you know uh aw and gage turning up in aw back in august maybe that's a part of it too yeah but yeah. it's just it's a good place to be for wrestling when we bought the like, options haven't you well i'm saying like literally like when we brought back the show in January, 
I didn't think wrestling would be on this like incline. You know, we just brought no. the show back because we yeah. wanted to do the show. But wrestling has got so much better in eight months, in my opinion. Ten months now. I think it's just got so much better mm. in certain things. Like me watching a GCW match. That never would have happened. And that's not because of doing MOS. It's because I wanted to see what it was. Because I've seen, I like Moxley and I like Nick Gage. You know, it's it's a good place to be wrestling fans. Yeah. I really I really think so. Yeah. We're, so doing, we we're doing well. Well done, guys. We hung in there and we've done it. Congratulations, yeah. everybody. We waited around and wrestling is now good again. And, and Wedge Money, <laughs> if you're new here and anyone else who is new, just to let you know, this is the Ministry of Slam. We are BG live money. Yeah. on Twitch every week. Normally, we're live on 7 o'clock on Sundays at 7 p.m. But for the month of October, we are live on, on Mondays at 8 p.m. And uh, it's great to be here and we enjoy it very much. But come and join our, if anyone wants to come and join our Discord and all that other good stuff, you can come and join. Go head of steel. Bang on it. Nice one, mate. You know, come and join the Discord and all that good stuff. We've got a great community of people here. We've got a podcast that goes live every week. We've got lots of other good stuff. And thanks for everyone for watching the show. It's good to be back, Lee, with the internet pretty much working. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Knock on wood, Lee. You need to look on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. One of the things about um, Military Slam, of course, one of the things we're known for is the MOS Arena. And you mentioned that we've moved over for the duration of October to Monday nights. And one of the things I think we're going to be doing in October we're going to be looking at the creepier side of the MOS arena. Yeah. Uh, and we've got an amazing match coming up this week, haven't we? Are you ready to do a little bit of a preview for it? So, ladies and gentlemen, coming up tonight in the Ministry of Slam Arena, we got a big Halloween-inspired matchup between two monsters, one wrestling monster and one monster from your nightmare. Tonight in the MOS arena, we have got Kane, the big red machine, versus the, the nightmare guy, Freddy Krueger, in a brutal Halloween-inspired wrestling match. Who will win? Who will win, Lee? Who will win? Who, who knows will who will win? win? You'll will find win. out if you watch Minutes What we should have done, Lee, is done the predictions straight away when we came back from the break because we're going to go straight into the match and we won't be able to do any predictions. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I'll tell you what we could do is we could uh, announce the match now, do uh, get the predictions up and running, and then do a very serious wrestling promo before the MOS Arena. We could do. We'd have to do five minutes of predictions then to keep it short and sweet. Normally, we have a pay-per-view preview. So the predictions are starting now. There we go. Got it. you got five minutes to predict who will win out of Freddy Krueger and uh, Kane. Nice. Sorry, I'm just thinking, sorry. A winner is someone in red. That's right. Bloody bones. <laughs> bloody bones. Well, the game needs to make bloody bones, Mel. That's the thing. Bloody bones. That's it. That yeah, I need happening. to make bloody bones. Uh, get uh, him, uh, get him in the game. And Mel, I will message you on Facebook during uh, the match to ask you a question. So if you've got the Facebook open, Mel, that'd be great. So yeah, please do predictions. <laughs> so, hey, guys, remember if you get two hundred and fifty thousand slammers, which are channel currency, you can book a match. No one's got that yet. So uh, mm. but, yeah, I think got... uh, Bericles, who is not around this yeah, evening, by the looks of it, Bericles doesn't like Mondays. Hasn't yeah. he gone to Germany or something? Well, that was before we got sick with all the breakdown in COVID and, and internet. Yeah, Double whammy know. of badness. But uh, is it time for a very serious wrestling promo? So what we're going to do, we are going to do a very serious wrestling promo. Right. Then we are going to maybe, i tell you what, Lawrence, do uh, the very serious wrestling promo, then do the GX accounts ad. Yes. And then we'll come back just for a couple of minutes, a little bit of a preview. Then we'll go to the arena and that okay. will kill lots of time. Great, great. <laughs> so people can predict. Production meeting. Right, here we go, Lee. So it's time to be serious, guys. Time to be serious. Very, very serious. So, so serious. Wrestling promo. Serious. And now Ministry of Slam proudly presents a very serious wrestling promo. 
Where's that no good Dixie Carter at? Well, I'd like to welcome all the TNA maniacs to my company. You know, Eric and I decided enough of the Gaga. It was time to take what was ours. Where's she hiding at, man? Well, you know, there is motive to this madness. We tried to do it the easy way, but no, no, no. Dixie Carter didn't want to do it the easy way. You know, she talked me into coming down here to TNA. She promised me the keys to the car. She promised to take all my ideas to take this company to the next level. But no, Eric, Dixie didn't want to do it the easy way. So I just took up and grabbed everything that was promised to me and I made it ours, brother. This is now a company of Hollywood Hogan's Immortals, brother. Because with us at the helm, Eric, this company will live forever. TNA Impact, 14th for the 10th, 2010. And that was a very serious wrestling promo. the million dollar man and if you want to get your money's worth if you want your absolute best value for every pound you spend then you better stay right here with the ministry of slam because if you don't i'm going to put the million dollar dream on you and put you right to sleep <laughs> ministry of slam would like to thank our ministry of slam arena sponsor gx accounts we are in the lush branded GX Account studio here as we uh, welcome GX Accounts to the Ministry of Slam team. GX Accounts are recognised as a leading cloud accounting firm in the UK. They work with online packages such as Zero, QuickBooks, Free Agent, and Dext. They take the pain out of bookkeeping and they keep their clients on top of their taxes and free up their time so they can do what they want in their spare time, such as watching wrestling or even watching Ministry of Slam. If people want to get in touch with GX Accounts, they can do so over at their website gxaccounts.com or you can check out the gx accounts social media just search gx accounts on facebook and twitter or gx glenn is in the discord just sling him a message over there ministry of slam would like to thank gx accounts for sponsoring the ministry of slam arena not only does wrestling win but gx accounts wins we're back lee we're back. We're, we're back. back. We're back. We are back. We are back. We're, we're doing back. things in different order, but we're well, there's back. No, there's no preview thing of wrestling. No wrestling preview. But news, with the internet working, guys, at the end of the month, if you're going to watch Crown Jewel, which is the King of the Ring tournament, basically, and the Queen of the Ring, come and watch mm. it live with me here on Twitch. I'm going to do a watch along of it. So that's on a Thursday. So that'd be quite interesting. That is going to be pretty crazy. Or will it? Or will it be shit? Goldberg wrestling again, Lee, against Bobby Lashley. You excited? Ugh. Nope. <laughs> what about uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns? That'd be quite good. I mean, that'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. But we can preview different. that later on. Roman Reigns with a heel one. Brock Lesnar's uh, the good guy Brock with a man bun. <laughs> so. so there we are. We've, we've got to the end of the predictions. Oh, let's have uh, a look. Let's have a cheeky so look with the at votes. Who... Everyone's voted for Kane. Okay, interesting. So we'll interesting find out times. who wins. I mean, Kane hasn't got knives attached to his hands. So, I mean, it's a brutal match. That That's fair. It is pretty brutal. It's brutal. So, uh, so should we go to it? We've let's got go to Kane. It. 
the big red machine versus the king of nightmares freddy oh. krueger head is still voted for freddy krueger <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean fine he's got knives Helen the Cell as well for Crown Jewel. That will actually, uh, that's there to put a lot now, but we'll get to that when it's time, the week to preview that, that event. We will so, do. We will do. That's good. So let's go to the arena with a big match between Freddy Krueger and Kane. We'll see you guys in a bit. Wow, what a match. Hello, this is Mick Foley, the hardcore legend, and you are tuned into the Ministry of Slam. So, podcast listeners, if you want to check out who wins in this brutal match between Kane and Freddy Krueger, check it out on the YouTube channel. Going live on Tuesday at 7 p.m. UK. It's a good Have match, you just guys. put the prediction up again? No, I just, I just done the winner. Oh, CD. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. All good. Um, all right. So now we've done very serious wrestling promo, which is what we normally do at this stage. I've got a Rubos um, tea. A Rubos tea. What the hell's that? Oh, have you not ever had Rubos tea? No. Oh, mate. That's great. Heather still knows about it. He's known about it for about two years. I told him about it a while ago. But Gruff knows about it. I gave him a Rubos tea bag at uh, the Chelmsford Sausage and Cider Festival. Oh, maybe you have. Uh, oh, I told, told you about, about this. Yeah. yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. Because I've I've googled it. It's very good for my Google history. It's antioxidant. Antioxidant. That'll keep the COVID away. It will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Say, Graf had one at the start of the show. See, nice. it's great. Rubos tea. That's what we want to get. It's good for you. Perfect at nine thirty-four at night to have a nice warm drink without caffeine in it. Oh, yeah. That'll help you sleep later. Yes, the Ministry Slam is not sponsored by Rubos tea. <laughs> Um, okay, should we move on to this week in wrestling history? My favourite part of the show. Your favourite part. Love it. My absolute favourite part of the show. Bang. So, the very first one we have this week. Just the three this week, like back to normal. Yeah. Um, so, 5th of October, 1998, which was 33 years ago. Uh, the Brainbusters made their WWF debut, defeating Tommy Angel and Bob Emery on WWF Superstars of Wrestling. Now, the Brainbusters, of course, were Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Both of these guys still active on the AEW roster at the moment. Yes. Tully Blanchard obviously managing the Pinnacle uh, and uh, Arn Anderson managing Cody Rhodes. And uh, Arn Anderson, of course, uh, shooting people with guns. And setting fire on someone's lawn. Yeah. Now, if he set that he set that fire on Cody's lawn, I mean that's going to be a problem in that fire barrel. There's going to be a big patch of burnt dead grass there. Mm. So we need to get some turf, cut around that edge, get some turf, lay the turf on top, cut around the edge, relay the turf yeah. in. Great. Armed Arn Anderson says Mr. Yeah. Priceless. Uh, that's interesting. Arn Anderson is definitely trending these days, isn't he? he is. Because of all that stuff. That's well, mental. I don't understand why he was in WWE for 18 years and didn't ever get be allowed to go on the microphone for someone. Ridiculous. He's no. awesome. Exactly. I mean, the only thing he ever did was uh, leap in the ring. There was the Undertaker and Ric Flair match. WrestleMania 18 and commentate on a Raw. And then Vince was like, this guy can't ever go on the microphone. He's rubbish. Yeah. So Awful. Yeah. Um, so there we go. The Brain Busters, uh, very, very underrated tag team. Of course, they were in the, the Four Horsemen. The Heenan family. Uh, yeah, exactly. They, yeah, moved over to WWF. And uh, were a part of the Heenan family. So Bobby Heenan managed them. Now, their best match, in my opinion, and I've said this on the show before, Check it out. If you're on the WWE Network, go to SummerSlam 89. It's the opening match. It is the Brainbusters, Arn and Tully against the Hart Foundation. 
Brett Hitman Hart and Jim the Anvil Night Hart. It is an amazing match and would pretty much stand up to, to anything today, in my opinion. So, Pretty good. So were they... Um, so well, first thing, on their first match, they do a little in-set promo. Mm. And the funny thing is they both say they're the best-looking wrestlers out there, and that was clearly a joke, because they're not. Yeah. I mean, they're very all. ugly men. Uh, <laughs> they are. I mean, if podcast listeners, if you can see there's a picture of the Brain Busters with their shirts off, they're not attractive men. There's much more better-looking wrestlers, especially around that time. Sean Michaels, he was attractive. Mm. You know, Alma Warrior, maybe. Ted DiBiossi, he was quite quite an attractive man. You know, Noel Edmonds. Yeah, attractive men. The Brain Busters were not the most attractive men. So I'm sure no. that was a joke when they done that promo. And they're the most, most best looking wrestlers because they're not. Um, and then, so, and then they were just extending the, uh, the Bobby Heenan family. Like the Red Rooster joined the week before. But when they joined, Vincent Mann and Jesse Ventura on the commentary did not give a shit. They didn't care. No. No, now, again, they didn't want to make too much of a big deal about them because they were NWA guys at the time, weren't they? So, so what happened to the uh, Four Horsemen when they left? That was it, just less. Uh, just dis- disbanded for a bit. Oh right, okay. And, and then, then um, how long were they in the Fed for? A couple of years. Uh, till the end of 1989. Right. Oh, not long then. Uh, Tully Blanchard got kicked out. Uh, he got fired just before, at least suspended, I think, right before the 1989 Survivor Series. And Arn Anderson left shortly afterwards. Um, and they went back to uh, NWA. Uh, I think something to do with uh, Tully Blanchard. Uh, they were like, right, we're coming back to, to NWA. And Tully was like, you know, I need uh, need the same deal I was on before. And they were like, mm, no. Right. <laughs> Um, so Arn Anderson went back, Tully Blanchard did some indies, and then he retired. Right. Uh, so you know the the last big run of these two together was actually in in WWE. Wow. I didn't know that. Oh, that's good. But yeah, really good, really really good. Um, check it out. As I say, that one match. If you want to check out the Brain Busters SummerSlam '89 opening match, uh, really really good. Cool. Uh, so there we go. Next Famous. one, Lee. Next one. Next Bang. one. Now this is we've just seen him well, in don't the say what happened. Arena. Remember spoilers. Well, no. I mean, that's fine. We've just seen him in the Animal Arena. Is all I was going to say. Cool, cool. Uh, So Kane, the Big Red Machine, made his debut at WWF Bad Blood. uh, 5th of October, 97, 26 years ago. Uh, He came to the... That can't be 26 years ago. 24 years ago. Yeah. Um, He made his debut. uh, Yeah, he burst into the Hell in a Cell, ripped the door off the hinges, um, confronted the Undertaker, and then gave him a tombstone pile driver in the middle of the ring. Uh, Shawn Michaels uh, sex, uh, successfully defends his uh, WWF championship. Now, Shawn Michaels was covered in a lot of blood, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Now, mm. was Kane good? Like, that is that good? We've got a picture of Kane podcast listeners. Yeah. It's quite good, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. I like it. Or does it look shit? It, I mean, bearing in mind, when he walked I down the aisle to begin it's with, so it had bright. all the red lights and... Yeah, I, I think it looks quite evil. I, my favourite version of Kane, I think, was the picture that I used on the uh, MRS Arena promo thing that, uh, that that PNG file, yeah. where he's, he's it's slight, it's black, it's mostly black with sort of hints of red in it. Yeah, uh, that was really good. But yeah, it's a little bit bright red, isn't it? I, I think almost a dirty red if you want. Taken out of that situation, anywhere else, because like, the photo we've got, Parkinson's listeners, is there's no red lights. It's just him coming out of the hell in the cell, and mm. it looks a bit pants doesn't it because the lighting isn't changed it doesn't got the creepy music or the special effects and stuff so yeah not pants it looks really good but like 
it just looks a little bit out of place, I guess, if you know he what I mean. He looks like a cartoon character. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but he was a badass, and the story was brilliant, wasn't it? How he was Kane, Undertaker's brother, Paul Bearer, mm. blah, blah, blah. Such a, and it really invigorated The Undertaker as well to have this new ongoing story. Brothers of the Shrine went on for years until Undertaker retired, really, wasn't it? The yeah, whole yeah. Kane thing. Um, so I do think the character looks quite good. But also with this photo, maybe that's why I'm getting these vibes of maybe it looks out of place. Do you think, because this was so, this went down so well, that this was, this is why they always keep going back to stupid red lights and stuff for things like The Fiend and things? Because of course, red lights happened in the, for the, the tombstone with The Undertaker and Kane. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time we saw it. And to, to begin with, I mean, the first couple of uh, matches that Kane did after this, like exhibition matches, the whole arena was in the red light during the matches. It's like The Fiend. And the demon yeah. thing the other week at Extreme Rules. And you just can't see anything. It looks mm. stupid because you can't see what's going on in the ring. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I'd have just, it was it was great. It was iconic because we hadn't seen anything like it before. If Again, I think the 2001 potentially version of Kane was a little bit more effective with the, the look. He looked a bit more demonic and, and evil. Um, great how he didn't talk for ages and he had that hello I am Kane voice box I thing I will set myself on fire yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah all that <laughs> he, stuff. he didn't go hello I am Kane hello I am Kane yeah and then it just got a bit of shit didn't it and he like took his mask off and was oh, that was good when he first took his mask off I guess and then when he was like mm. bold Kane and and then corporate yeah. Kane and all that other stuff was a bit shit, wasn't it? Yeah, so. when he when he used to come to the ring with the short hair and the just the black trousers on, awful, like the like work trousers. Like, what are you what are you doing? Why you've got Kane? He's amazing. What yeah. are you doing? I know. Uh, so the Undertaker gets American badass Undertaker, which is still quite quite a good reality based character. And Kane gets corporate Kane. Let's put some trousers on him. Quick. <laughs> Yeah, this will sell some tickets. <laughs> Once the mask is off, the gag is over. Couldn't head of still. It's true. It's true. Correct. But what a great Correct. debut, Helen. That was the first Helen the Cell, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, uh, Gruff says. Remember when he teamed with X Pack? I thought that was great back in the day. Did he it ever wear good. green when he was with X Pack? There was there was a rumored one, wasn't there? They were going to do. They, they were going to put him in green, DX green, but they never did. Yeah, it. I think they did a Photoshop of it or something in WWF magazine. I remember making it in. Um, it was it WWF Attitude. One of the games where you could, the, the first games where you could create a wrestler and you could have Kane's outfit and you could change the color. Right. I had a whole team of them, like one that looked like Sub Zero. It was just everything that was red was blue instead. Uh, so you had blue and black, and it looked a bit like Sub Zero. Oh, that's cool. A bit like um, the sort of Power Rangers, but Kane's. Yeah, yeah. How cool is that? Just have your own Survivor Series team. It would be great. <laughs> yeah, that's quite good. Uh, Dragon Sword, Dragon Kane. That's good. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That'd be so cool. So, Kane, anyway, Kane debuted. Kane. There's... Kane debutted. Well done, Kane. And now the mayor of Knox County. Amazing. Not keen mm. on the vaccine mandates I saw on Fox News. Old yeah, Kane. yeah. Not... How long is he going to be mayor for? Do they have ages? They love they him. Have if he's elections. going against that, they'll, they'll keep him in forever. Yeah. They'll be mayor forever. They'll be president. He, he, president Kane. There's nothing he believes in. He's just doing what everyone wants to hear so he can yeah. keep his I'll job. Tell you, yeah. Yeah. Massive <laughs> man being the mayor. Don't, don't piss him off. Mm. He'll sit on you. Right. No, <laughs> Mighty Morphin <laughs> Devil Favourite Demon There we go Well done Mel I forgot to message Mel I'll do it now you, you, you say what the next thing is And I'll message Mel on Facebook So Mel Look for a message on Facebook So here's the next thing Bang Here is the next thing So it's the 9th October 2006 Which is 15 years ago This week Kurt Angle made his TNA debut at the Impact Zone in Orlando. Uh, Kurt Angle appeared after Samoa Joe refused to return the NWA World Heavyweight Championship belt under threat of termination 
Angle and Joe had a stare down, after which Angle headbutted Joe. Uh, famous clip has been sh- like shown a million times on uh, TNA TV. Uh, Kurt celebrated with the belt until a bloody Samoa Joe rose to his feet and gave Kurt an enziguri. Uh, Joe and Angle would throw hands during the fracas. Jeff Jarrett took his belt back uh, after security removed Joe from the ring. Kurt Angle told the crowd he wasn't fired from WWE. He quit. He also said he was back and Vince McMahon could kiss his Olympic ass. Um, now, this was amazing because it was, uh, and, and again, I think this was covered back on uh, one of Jeff Jarrett's recent podcasts where uh, right at the end of a pay-per-view, everyone's like, tune in at the end of the pay-per-view, tune in at the end of the pay-per-view. You don't want to miss this. There's going to be a big announcement. And uh, they just played this little video of uh, Kurt Angle. It's a, a really good sort of debut video where Kurt finally announced he was coming to TNA. Yeah, and uh, you know, in this day and age, TNA didn't have any. And I know they they did have some stars, but this was the first big, big, big star that signed. Samojo was amazing, of course, but he wasn't really superstar status at that point. Right. Kurt Angle came in. This really legitimized uh, TNA. And uh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett talks about it on his podcast. Were one you... of the most uh, recent. Were you heavy into TNA at the time? Uh, not at this time, no. Oh, because I didn't really consider them any kind of competition. I was, uh, I was always sort of supporting TNA to be like the next big thing. It'd be great, to, like an alternative to WWE. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was good to see Kurt jump over. And this was so Kurt was in ECW, WWE ECW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before this, he was the wrestling machine. And uh, that was the kind of the, the uh, gimmick they brought him in with was the wrestling machine. It was the serious Kurt Angle. And um, yeah, it was cool. He came Why over to TNA. Did they want to take the belt off Joe? I don't understand. Was that a storyline thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd taken the, the the championship belt, I think, oh. uh, from uh, from Jeff Jarrett. Right. Okay. Um, I think he he there was some sort of storyline where at the end of a match Joe didn't win, but um, he still like took the championship belt. So I'm the real champion. Wandered off. They um, should have built up to that match because Kurt beat him in the first match. I think he was refereeing his first match, wasn't he? Uh, special yeah. referee, uh, first play and then he was, then he wrestled him and beat, uh, ended Joe's unders- undefeated streak, which was a shame because they could have built up to that. They rushed it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, again, say lots of stuff about TNA, and it, again, uh, mentioning a, another podcast, which is you know Jeff Jarrett's My World podcast. They've got so many. If you like this era of TNA or any of the sort of formation of TNA and how it all worked and, and all of that, Jeff Jarrett talks about it in real great detail on that podcast. Worthwhile checking. Mm. Uh, he was there stuff. for eleven years, Kangle, wasn't he? That's crazy, isn't it? Eleven years. He was there longer in TNA than he was in his first run in the Fed. Yeah. And then he came back to, to WWE and they just Broken. treated him like a cartoon character. He should have kept him in the ring. I th- he says, doesn't he, if he stayed in the ring, he would have been mm. able to keep going. But because they didn't let him wrestle for a year, it, his body stopped being able to go. So mm. hello, Captain Scurvy, by the way. Good to see you, mate. Hope you're well. Hope you're well. Yeah. Very, very good yeah. to see you, buddy. Um, but yeah, no, Kurt Angle on TNA. It's good. You interviewed him, doesn't he? He's a nice guy, was he? He was, yeah, super nice guy. I think I've done this story before, but yeah, went up to uh, London to interview Kurt Angle and it was sort of almost a queue of podcasters outside his uh, his little uh, suite up in this hotel in the middle of London. Right. And we get uh, brought in and that was the day when we had the mixer and all that mm. kind of stuff. We had to bring all that with us because we didn't have little handheld right. devices. Uh, set up a laptop and we uh, mics and everything and we interviewed him for about 20 minutes and then... Uh, you know the TNA media guys. All right, great. Th- thanks, guys. If you can break down everything, we- we'll bring in the next people uh, to interview Kurt. And and while we we're breaking everything down, you know, it'd be you'd expect the interviewee, uh, the interviewer guy, to you know Kurt Angle to just wander off and yeah. you know check his phone or whatever and not be interested. But um, 
you know, he kind of sat forward in his chair. So oh, how, how are you guys doing then? And you, you're doing really well at the radio thing. Oh, this stuff's interesting. How does this work? And, you know, he was just really interested in what we were doing and, and, and everything. And, uh, you know, asked, you know, how well we were doing and where you could find the podcast, all that right. kind of stuff. Um, and you know, just the nicest guy ever. Um, so I'm always, always going to remember that as, as, you know, Kurt Angle being one of the nicest guys. Do you think you missed an opportunity to ask him to become a host on MOS if he was, do you think he was fishing to get a job? I think he would have done it. I mean, I think he would have quit TNA right then and there and um, moved to uh, yeah, Bournemouth, moved to Bournemouth and, and being a, uh, the Olympic gold medalist host of... You missed out there, Lee. You should have gone for it. Do you want to join the show? Should have done it. Should missed have done out. It. Could have been there Maybe. now. See, free screens. Me, you and Kurt Angle talking about Kurt Angle. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Hello, Kurt. You right? Yeah. yeah. How you doing? Hey. Talk to us about what your do, week. Yeah. What do you think about Grotbacks? <laughs> Kurt Angle. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I if I won the Olympics with a broken freaking neck, that, that cat can not have his eye cut taken out of his head. Yeah, got bags can do anything with broken freaking eyes. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Oh, yeah, cut angle, uh, amazing that he was there for that long. And was it good for him? I think he, it was probably good for his wallet. But I don't know, health wise, I'm not sure. There's lots of talk about that sort of stuff, which we don't know mm. about. We weren't there. We just talk about backstage stuff. But yeah. You know, he was a great wrestler and done some great mouth. And one of my favourite Kurt Angle matches was him versus Ken Anderson in a cage match. Or something like a key thing. I can't remember. But he'd done a moonsault off the top of the cage. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Bloody and missed hell. and just landed yeah. straight on his face and like <laughs> bounced off the what ring. What was he doing? He didn't have to do that sort of stuff. Wow. Kurt Angle. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Great he seems guy. like a like, nice man. If you talk about yeah, someone who dedicates everything to what they do, that's that's what Kurt Angle is. Mm. Uh, definitely, yeah. Some of those matches, like you said, and just did, really amazing. Did you know he's uncle to John Bernthal, the Punisher? Really, Shane from Walking Dead. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's uncle to Shane from Walking Dead through marriage. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. So, the inside track of will Punisher come back or or Shane as a zombie um, or Kurt Angle as. <laughs> As gold medalist zombie somewhere in I'm marvel sure. yeah but yeah there we go this we week go. in Night wrestling Ford history it's done 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 for the week bang we did there it we Lee. this week we did did it we did it wrestling talk is done wrestling not, talk is it's, it's not done no it's not because if you want to call in we're going to open up the phone lines now for a bit we haven't got uh franchise as far as i know we haven't got Bericles, which opens the floor up to some other people if you want to call in uh you can do so there is the link in the uh in in the chat room there on uh on uh, what am i talking about twitch chat room i was gonna say zoom i was gonna say discord um but no it's there in the uh in the twitch stream chat it is later than we normally are so we don't don't get anyone phone that's fine don't worry but if you want to phone in call in and say hello and there's the link so call in and say hi that's what you need to talk about wrestling we've not spoke to anyone for ages because of internet and covid but it seems to be okay so we're doing all right. So yeah, there you go. It seems to be okay. So what's the latest with grot bags, Lawrence? Whilst we're whilst we're when when are you due to get grot bags? Pick them up tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay, nice. That's good. Um, and then, <laughs> wow, there is one famous one that you did forget. What was yesterday's date? Eleven. Uh... 11 years ago on a certain bound for glory which caused a hiatus now i posted something about this um immortal that was ten- caused us to have a hiatus so that was 10 10 10 wasn't it uh where you know it was the the, the hogan thing and all the uh, hogan and abyss and whatever there was some kind of 10 10 10 promo right. bound for glory and we did we actually have a hiatus i don't remember that because i i look back on my facebook memories um and saw 
you know, oh, thanks very much for all the well wishes. Appreciate all the, uh, you know, all, all the nice messages and everything. And I don't remember us having a hiatus in October 2010. Do you remember that? No. Done. I mean, that's mental, isn't it? That I mean, was ages ago, 11 years ago. That, I can't remember that. that. I don't remember having a hiatus. I remember us being a juggernaut right I don't, from the beginning of 2010. And I don't think we would have had a hiatus because of TNA. No. No, uh, oh. I mean, maybe it was a storyline hiatus, I don't know. Welcome to the MOS Army Purple. Good to have you here. There we go. It's a bit long now. Okay, we did that. There was, there was a show then after the show, it went AWOL out of nowhere, I think. How right. weird's that? Or a bit after. I, I, I don't really remember why we did it. can't remember, Lee. Eleven years ago. Yeah, well, I tell you yeah. what, in a year's time when we're up to the MOS Classic on the podcast, oh my god, you'll be able to find out exactly. And yeah. we'll have a little uh, yeah. Oh, Mel's on. Oh Mel Mel's calling in. Oh great. Hello, oh Mel. I didn't did you make me host, Lawrence? Oh, uh I can Yes, you did. Yeah, I is didn't Mel enable got his the camera on. Uh I don't know if Mel so Mel is now connected via audio. Mel hasn't got his camera on. Okay. Good to have you here, Mel. Cannot hear Mel right now. <laughs> Did it, Mel, briefly, but... Oh, and he's gone. Oh. Maybe he didn't mean to call him. <laughs> I think he did, probably. Did he? Okay, I've enabled the waiting room. Uh, so we've got that now. Mel just, like, dived right into the call. That was amazing. Try again, oh, Mel. Mel, bro- Mel broke it. Yeah, if you want to call back, Mel, you can do. We're, we're, we're ready for you now, Mel. Yeah. Maybe some uh, some theories about Freddy Krueger. That'd be interesting. Yeah, well, unexplained. So, breaking news while waiting for Mel, we've already spoke to Mel via a message. And this Thursday at 8 p.m., we'll be live for that missing episode of Unexplained Side of the Slam where we're going to talk about Mick Foley and Finn Balor, the demon. So, that'd be quite good. We finally get to talk about it because we've had to miss it like for four weeks because of illness and internet. Yeah. So, it's great. It's not been great, is it? So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, especially the Mick Foley because it's going to be about. Um, presumably talking about multiple personalities and and that kind of thing mm-hmm. how what that's like in real life um so yeah we, if you don't know what uh unexplained side of the slam is it is uh us joining crimson mel host of the unexplained possibilities podcast and what we do is we look at some of uh uh wrestling's great gimmicks uh of the past that are all a bit supernatural and creepy and weird and and have that unexplained tinge to them we look at things like um you know finn balor the fiend uh papa shango people like that and how they uh you know how they come into real life and and you know if it was there was a real wrestling get it correct exactly that's it did wrestling get it right mel is back in the waiting room now i've just admitted him so hopefully any second we'll get mel back in uh he is joining he is connecting to audio yeah uh so we should have mel with us right now hello Mel. okay hello how you doing mate yeah um better than whatever happened earlier good lord i broke the thing (laughs) oh mate it's working now though the internet is kind of working for us so we're okay for the first time in about four or five weeks we're doing a pretty (laughs) much full-on mos so it's good good to have you here man good to cut good to touch base yeah it's it's good to hear you guys lawrence i'm happy you and meryl are feeling better uh, hopefully, though, with that freaking COVID, you don't have, uh, what do they call it, like that fog, coronavirus fog. L- long COVID, they call it in England. Long COVID? Yeah, they call mm, it that, that. That's a new one. Yeah, that's what they call um, it. I guess coronavirus fog is long COVID for you guys. So they call well, it. Well, yeah, um, a psychic friend of mine, she caught it and she was unable to 
do readings or, or anything for people, predictions, nothing. She, it was just blank for at least five months. That wow. was the scariest thing for her. So, should I say the weirdest it's thing crazy. for me? This, I mean, I haven't done, tried to do any singing yet, but the weird thing for me was um, my gums bled. My gums were bleeding. That was weird. Oh. That was a weird one. I had bleeding gums through when I had the oh worst gosh, case of COVID. Like every morning I wake up and just spit up loads of blood. That's terrible. It I'm was horrendous. So sorry. Mad, isn't it? You don't expect these things from, from these viruses. But yeah, spit up. I like every morning I go get up to go to the toilet and I'm like, oh spit and just so much blood. Oh my god. And I haven't yeah, stopped cool. now since I've got I've got over COVID. So but, Yeah, I um I have a little cold, but it's nothing in comparison. So mate, it was horrible. So Yeah, I, I can only imagine and that's why I'm just in my little underground bunker with the cat away from everybody. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. So, gotta, I, <laughs> I gotta say, though, um, earlier talking about AEW and Tony Khan, yeah. and yeah, I'm not a Tony Khan fan, right? but I respect him because he is a wrestling fan. However, yeah. just because you're a wrestling fan doesn't mean you need to be in the wrestling business. And I think his biggest problem is that he is a fan and he doesn't understand the business. And this translates to my issues with AEW and its structure. It, it honestly, to me, it feels like it just doesn't have any structure and it's a glorified indie show, which nothing wrong with. But if you want to go to that next level, you want everyone to mention AEW, AEW and um, get away from the well it's not wwe that's you know because that's going to run out eventually you have to have that structure you have to elevate you have to get the storylines going and for me they don't they don't have that i mean yes they're giving people what they want in regards to uh what was that match daniel bryan versus uh kenny kenny omega mm. it was a good match uh i think daniel bryan's actually going to get injured again i think he's going i think he's doing stuff not he's doing too much stuff that doesn't fit his frame. And I think it's going to lead to an injury, but saying that, why would you give the people that match right away? Especially when you have CM Punk there as well. Why not tease and drip and create something where you have like a fatal three way with them and, and build it up, not just give it to them. Don't do that. That's fine in the short term, but what about the long term? And that's what I think they're lacking is that, that, foresight for the long term the short term is fine people mm. love it but what about the long term but do you and, not uh, do you not uh, think they've done that with the the draw the time limit draw no, we didn't get a winner no i don't think so right i don't think so and i think they're also making wwe's mistake and that is acquiring too many big names and while they do have of course the house talent as we'll call them you know, my personal favorite is Jungle Boy. I love Jungle Boy. I wish they would push him more. It feels like they're going to get overshadowed by these big names. And then 10 years down the line, when they're older and they can't go like they used to, you know, it's like, oh, who, who's this guy? And I, I, I think it's an issue. They don't need any more big names. Stop. Mm. They don't need any more. Uh, and I think it's a mistake to to focus on that and try and get them like, again, Short term is fine. It looks good. But long term, what happens? Um, you know, like what, when was the last time MJF wrestled? Uh, I mean, like a real wrestling match. They just keep him on mic and he's one of the best heels in a mm. long time. 
and you know it's like come on guys and they they need better stories they they really need to stretch things out long term and not give everyone what they want immediately and the other thing is i think it's too competitive not everyone should have a 15 20 minute drag out fight and back and forth i don't think that's necessary sometimes you know go in there clobber some dude and walk out you know like Marco's stunt, for instance. I don't want to get on the guy too much, but I can whip Marco's stunt. He should not be competitive at all. And and you know, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm yapping now. No, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's, what I quite like is is like you're a like you know that's what you're thinking about. I, I I actually for me, I think the opposite. Like the draw for Kenny versus Brian is building for a for a future match later on and and stuff like so it's it, that's what's great about wrestling you know we can have all these different opinions and i think that's so good for me that's i think that's a great thing that you think that and it's really interesting for me to hear that you think that now about the aw situation i like i think i'm thinking like the opposite to all that stuff you're saying to be honest in my opinion but that's what's really good about the whole thing what do you think lee I yeah I do think I certainly agree with Mel with the the whole long term planning thing and even if with the with the best intention in the world if you want to if you want a long term plan how can you do that when you've got so many so many major game changing people coming in I mean they probably had you know six months ago before you had any of these like big names come in they probably thought okay so in a year's time we're going to have a big main event and it's going to be Jungle Boy versus MJF for the AW World Title. Then you get Punk, then you get Danielson, then you get uh, Malachi Black. You get you know all these all these other big names that are coming uh, coming in. Uh, Adam Cole, people like that. Now, and they they must have re had to rethink booking ideas so many times just because they need to involve these big names in whatever their WrestleMania is going to be, whether it's going to be All Out or or what have you. Um, but they must have had to change it so many times. And, and when you're changing your your long term planning so many times, things are going to get missed and it's not going to have the impact as as much as your original plan. So I think they just need to they do need to slow down a little bit. And it's like you said um, earlier, Lawrence, about, um, you know, liking it to singing a song and, and don't just like rag it out all million miles an hour all the time, you know, slow down a bit and, and you know, take some time in it, highlight different areas. Um, maybe some of these storylines you do need to take a bit of time over. Maybe certain people do need to go off TV for a bit and then come back. Certainly someone like Daniel, or Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, um, yeah, he is throwing his body around. And the last time he did anything like that was many years ago when he was a lot younger. Maybe, you know, you do have a little angle that writes him off TV for a month and then bring him back a little bit later and absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe they start doing that, building in some time off to some of these wrestlers' contracts so they get a little bit of time off and it freshens them up for the fans when they come back. But he's um, only wrestling once a week or once every other week. He was doing wrestling every night back then. Yeah, fair point fair point but again he's um you know the the speed that he is he's going in there and the amount he's impacting his body is it can't be doing him any good but um no i mean i still love AEW to bits i think it's fantastic and and certainly night and day with wwe at the moment but uh I'd, yeah i'd certainly tweak a little bit some of the stuff nice. yeah. in, in regards to uh wwe you know ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it um, <laughs> no, well, you know, they, they have a lot of talent, of course, and they underutilize their talent. And 
the, the other issue is too much. Um, uh, this is more so with Raw than anything, but too much freaking talking. And mm. Jesse Ventura said it best. You talk in the back, you fight in the ring. Mm. Why are you doing all this other nonsense? And I mean, the show's what, three hours, three, four hours? And uh, I, as someone used to actually break down the numbers of how much actual wrestling it was to talking and the ratio is quite scary and they need more action. They have the talent for it. Let these guys work. Stop yapping like your mother's fat. Oh, yeah. Let's settle it in the ring. All right. And, oh. you know, like, you sent me a text message and you didn't write it out. <laughs> Let's have a match. Something. Oh, God. I, I don't <laughs> care. Something. And but WWE as a whole, I think, needs to be restructured. And this is just, you know, me saying it. Because it's just, I, I personally, I don't like the draft. I think it's stupid. That's stupid. I, I, I know why it's there, but it's stupid. And I'm not a fan of Roman Reigns. I would not have him as a champ. Yep, I said it. I don't like Womie Wayne. I don't like him. Um, <laughs> I would have someone else up there. But I also know that, you know, he's big. He's recognizable. And all that stuff. I don't think he's a particularly good wrestler because, he, you know, you, you know what's going to happen. And I'll save those thoughts for Thursday. <laughs> but um, tease, <laughs> yeah. So some, of course, something to do with Finn. Um, oh, we can talk but, about what happened there. That was bloody rubbish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I honestly think they they need a restructuring on how the belts work. They need to bring in a little bit more realism with sanctioned matches. Mm. And I I would honestly I would do it like this. I would have, and this might be confusing at first, but I swear it makes sense. I would have just a company champion, just the overall big shebang, just one title. And then under that, I would have, of course, the 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 two titles that they have is supposed to be the main shebangs. Yeah. And in order to get to the big, the big corporate, whatever, you have to have one of the belts that's under it. And to challenge for those, you have to have either an intercontinental championship or U.S. championship mm. and and make those worth something again because they're worthless. It's like, eh, you know, oh, wow, look at this, <laughs> you know, and in order to qualify for that, of course, you actually have to win matches yeah. and get sanctioned fights, blah, blah, blah. And the 24-7 title, I would actually have a special stipulation on that. If you hold this belt for one month, then you get a shot at the big shebang. Mm. I would do something like that. Make it exciting where it's like, oh, wow. So anyone could challenge for this title, which gets action going. And then you have these two big dogs where it's like, no, you have to be special to face them. And then you got the big cheese who could fight at the pay-per-views, give them a break. And that's blah, blah, logical blah. booking though, Mel. And then you're getting on the pay-per-view, the rope's getting cut and the guy falling down. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, and the 24-7 belt is literally just to fill up TV time on that three-hour TV program. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. terrible. It's it's such a shame. I just want to say thank you to Erratic Agent for the raid. He's just raided us while Mel's on the phone as well. Cheers, buddy. Hope you're well. Thank you. Mm. So, but that—that's what I would do. I mean, just looking at it because I—I I hate what Raw has become, and SmackDown's okay. NXT is still better than all of them, mm. and it's just like, man, what are you guys doing? Stop talking. Get get talent out there. Just pile drive somebody through a table. Something. 
No, I know. So I, I will give that to AEW. Like, I don't necessarily agree with the, all the styles of wrestling. I think it's too gymnasticky, mm. but at least they put on a show. They give you something. And, um, you know, like MLW, MLW is really good. People need to watch that. They will put on a show. And uh, if you want something more old school than uh, Studio Wrestling uh, NWA, NWA, that that's actually quite fun. So, mm -hmm. you know, I am happy there's something for everyone. But at the same time, you know, growing up with WWEF, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. you know, it holds a special place in my heart. And it's like, man, do better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I understand, you. I think I think that's what you see through all this stuff. Like you've got Edge versus Rollins, like Crown Jewel. They do it in Saudi. Like, ah, uh, like, but you know, Saudi's just for this. This backstage stuff, maybe getting in the way of enjoyment. Enjoyment. You like, you know, Saudi's worth so much money for them, so it gets in the way of maybe just enjoying the story. I don't know. It's, it's well, what are you talking about, Lawrence? We gotta get the billion dollars. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we gotta get it. I know, but the stories don't make sense because like, there's that home raid with Seth Rollins, and there's like TV cameras setting, like set up, like for a perfect tv show shot it's ridiculous but then least i've like what i like with aw is like when you had the attack from possibly the pinnacle with those masks on on dynamite they were like cameramen they the pinnacle or the mask members picked up the, the cameras and filmed it themselves so there's there's backstage logic there's not just stuff where it's like oh they're just randomly talking and the cameras just picked up randomly like or yeah. you know i like that sort of logic side of it but i do agree there's too much going on i mean you get stuff like with ricky starks and brian cage ricky starks won that belt in july and now it's like october and they've only just had their rematch for the belt or they're in the philadelphia match on rampage it's there's a bit too there's there is too much going on but also remembering on the aw side of thing they did sell out grand slam before punk and before danielson was signed yeah, but did that have to do with COVID restrictions also being eased and people just wanting to get out and see a show of some sort? Mm, you could be right. We have to take that into account as well. I mean, no matter what, uh, Danielson and Punk, they were going to sell out and stuff. But we also have to look at the environment that we're in still, unfortunately, as well. And I, I think people just they're cooped up you know not everyone could be a hermit like myself so you know i get it i know it's i mean it's hot wrestling's hot i think it's good it's a good space to yeah. be in at the moment man. whatever like it or hate it or love it it's a it's so much to discuss and that's what i yeah, quite well, like about the, the bottom line is we're talking about it i know and that's good yeah. i mean we, we spoke about gcw earlier on i reviewed the main event i mean all spoke about the main event and you know, gave my opinion i guess if that's it and i never mm. would have done that well and it's such a good place to be to discover this and i think we just all need to be happy about that like love it or hate it and that's a great thing you can get into the backstage stuff but you can also get into the tv the tv show and it's and i agree WWE's storylines are just ridiculous the draft is just or the draft as we say down here on the <laughs> south coast is it's just shit so i mean it's stupid i i just i if if, if it's one thing that needs to be eradicated that's it get rid of it please they've just... got too many guys but, yeah, yeah, but uh, but again, AEW needs to pay special attention to that because the more people they take on, especially big names, they get closer and closer to being like what they don't want to be. But uh, yeah. talk about the future building, though. Don't you think stuff like Dante Martin, like he's amazing in there, like amazing, amazing oh, yeah. in the ring. Like yeah. it's like special when he's wrestling. He's so good, 
and it's just great to watch as a viewer. And then you hear him on the microphone on Dynamite, like last Wednesday. Like that's some good shit. He can actually talk on the mic, and he's only like like 21 19 i don't know how old he is like that's a future star there and he goes in the malachi black just kicks his head off but like, that's a good thing getting someone like dante martin in the ring of malachi black that's a that's good and it, it's good but will they push it because again you got to remember there are other there's big more big names coming and now that's mm. not to say that the the vets will, will say the vets won't take the kid under their wing and teach him and all that like sting is doing with um darby uh darby like that's so great um but you know we also we have to work with egos and we we're we're dealing with people who can recognize a star versus an up-and-comer and you know if you've seen punk for instance however many years ago on tv and you're a big fan and you missed him and he's back you're going to give him more attention than you would someone else no matter how good they are in the ring or whatever you're like i don't care about them show me punk this is what i want to see yeah yeah i'm i I, well maybe because i do this show but i don't feel like i'm like that but then i understand why other people new people would want to see punk but don't you think new people would see punk and then see someone like dante martin in the ring and then you see him on the microphone like uh, what's that what's the guy uh, i can't remember the, i can't even remember the guy's names the guy who had the roses in in it was in, in the tag team in wwe he had the roses and he was in love with everyone oh adam rose no 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 it, recent really? guy mr price was know the name um, uh, what was it brazengo or whatever no um, no a new guy I can't remember. he was in love with everyone and had the roses and was trying to or any any of the younger guys in the fed i'm not <laughs> I, I just can't get behind them uh you know because they're not young. They're not like Gunner was in, t- in WB and he gets TV time. A- Angel Garza, there you go. Mr. Boris says Angel Garza. Oh, okay. So yeah. ah. Angel Garza as an example. It's just, it's not very good from, in my opinion. You don't, I don't get into him like seeing Goldberg come back. Oh, I can watch Raw. Goldberg's there, an older guy. Oh, Angel Garza. It's not a good storyline. It's terrible. But you see Dante Martin work. He's an amazing worker. And then you see him on the microphone. Like, this guy's is really good and he could be really really good in a few years and that's what i quite that's what i'm liking about it i'm maybe the opposite to you guys where i'm seeing like even darby a, a young guy like darby's younger or, or jungle boy these younger guys luchasaurus i'm getting i'm liking these guys and i'm thinking god in three or four or five years time mjf you know these guys are going to be headlining revolution and full gear and all out and they're going to main event it it's going to be it's, i get i quite just excited about the the future for these guys, but I'm not getting that from the Fed with someone like Angel Garza, for instance. You could compare Angel Garza to Dante Martin. I think that's a fair level for those two guys. And look at the build mm. of Dante Martin. And he's so exciting to see. And then you think he's going to go in the ring against Malachi Black or Angel Garza. It's just going to stay. Or Ricochet. I mean, Ricochet was a big star. But look at Ricochet in WWE, how awful he's been. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible, yeah. isn't it? Okay, so it's two things. One, you're not looking at it through the eyes of someone new. No, you're looking at it through the eyes of someone who does a wrestling. You know, podcast. you know what to look for. You're already a fan. Yeah, someone who's new, they might look at it and say, "Oh, wow, that was a good match and everything and all that." But you know, everyone's talking about this guy here. You know, uh, again, I'll use Punk as an example. Everyone's talking about him. They're saying he's the man. Yeah, this guy's good and everything. I enjoyed it. Don't really know what's happening, but show me the hot guy. And I think because of people who already like punk and 
they already have some type of established relationship with them, I think that weird peer pressure <laughs> will cause a new fan to veer towards a punk and somewhat shun out the young up and comer. Um, now, going to the second thing, AEW, they push their younger talent better. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with the matches, but they push their younger talent better. Whereas WWE, I don't think they know what they're doing. Well, NXT for the most part does, but Raw and uh, mostly Raw since that's their main shebang. But they just, I don't know why. And we said that I said this before with you guys too. They don't push their young guys right. They give them a stupid gimmick. Yeah. And they, they kill whatever momentum that they have. And, and it really, really sucks. Uh, it, it just it's terrible. So I, I can definitely agree with you on that. Like, I'm not excited for anything that, you know, any young guy really not from the WWE side, because I don't know who they are. They're not pushing them right. And you give them a stupid gimmick and I just turn the channel size. So they're just going to yap anyway. Yeah. Great. Speaking of yapping, I hope I'm not taking up too much time. That's right, I just Let's get to chat. It's so all good. It's all good. We haven't spoken to you in a long time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, man. Well, it's great. I mean, I just think wrestling's in a good spot. As wrestling fans, we've got it good right now. The best it's been, like it or hate it, it's the be- in my opinion, it's the best it's been for years. Yeah. Well, that that's the thing, though. You're supposed to like and hate it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's always easy to find something you dislike. Yeah. And if you really like something that speaks multitudes that's amazing that's like oh hey you, you're doing it 100 right yeah um like i said though with aw i'm just worried about their long-term thinking like that's that i think will hurt them and not having the correct structure and tony khan being a wrestling fan in charge of everything like you'll get dream matches but it doesn't necessarily mean they'll always make sense or come together right whereas wwe it needs to be a changing of the guard badly yeah. you know i i like vince the character i don't of course i don't know the guy personally but i like the character of vince mcmahon but the boss vince mcmahon i think it's time for him and his yes man to step down and that won't happen until we can talk about him from a paranormal place yeah and that's never gonna happen <laughs> and he'll but... still be booking as a ghost yeah like i i do believe that the grim reaper is afraid of vents yeah <laughs> I, I agree. he's probably afraid of what he's gonna book him in that's yeah. what that's yeah. what the problem is <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, thanks for calling in mel i'm um, so it's confirmed isn't it this thursday 8 p.m uk time we are going to be doing that missing episode of unexplained side of the slam finally oh yeah that's gonna be great uh i have words <laughs> so uh I'll, I'll just say this uh i'll give you guys a quick little tease it involves um a little bit of schizophrenia oh, a little yeah. bit of i uh disassociative identity disorder and a little bit of uh what was it called um open possession oh well, I love the oh. possession talk about the, the fiend before, so this is going to be really good. Quite it's going to be good. This is going to be our best one yet. I can feel it coming. And podcast listeners, this will be live in the podcast feed on Saturday morning as well. So three podcasts this week from the MOS network. It's good, isn't it? Amazing. Good time. All right. It's good to be back without tech problems. It's good to chat now. 
Yep, it's same here. Can't wait to speak to you again on Thursday. Nice one, mate. I'll message you on, nice the, on the book of the face. So, uh, <laughs> all right. We'll see you in a bit. Cheers, buddy. Later, guys. Nice. Thank Thanks, you for Mel. the call as well, mate. Great chat. Great discussion. Good stuff. It's gone. There we go. So, thanks so that Mel. was Crimson Mel. That was uh, 8 p.m. this Thursday. Good discussion there from Mel. Good points from Mel. Concise. Yeah, fantastic points from Mel. And some good points. Very good stuff. There we go, Lee. Exactly. We've done it. We've done it. We've completed the entire show and nothing's like exploded. Generally gone wrong. <laughs> Thank you for the follow O Resolve as well on the channel. Welcome to the MOS Army. Amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm like Ross from Friends. <laughs> Wait, and we'll be back next week. Okay, that was the be- that was that was the sa- that's for Andy. That's the Save by the Bell break sound. Oh, okay, good. So when good, we get good, to break, good. we should do that. Actually, I should incorporate that. So there we go. We did it, mate. We did a show. Congratulations. We completed a show. Um, it's amazing. We're going to be back uh, um, for Ministry of Slam oh. 8 p.m. next Monday. Mr. Uh, Process. Don't forget what's up. Um, look, look at NXT the talent pool Mandy Rose getting pushed we did see that Miss Process yeah there's yeah. a lot of stuff Mandy Rose's push is good in NXT and yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course Diamond Mine is getting something good yeah I mean the NXT stuff's good Hit Row is good to be fair Hit Row is great so there is a lot of younger stuff in WWE but on the main roster it's all a bit shit exactly there you go uh, so yeah we're, we're back next Monday uh, 8pm UK time for Ministry of Slam we're going to be here this Thursday 8pm UK time for the unexplained side of the slam with Mel who you just heard from uh, going to be talking about the uh, no not the fiend the demon king uh, Finn Balor and we're going to be talking about Mick Foley and his multiple personalities and probably some awesome. other wrestling chat too yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that will happen. To be honest. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be Thursday. And, yeah, you'll get to hear both of those on the podcast feed as well as live here on uh, on Zoom. On, uh, Twitch. Zoom, on Twitch. I keep calling it Zoom. Uh, live here on Twitch as well. So, uh, check it out. It's going to be awesome. Lawrence, we've done it. We did it. We did it. We've only dropped 0.5% of frames, which is nothing. Nominal. Nominal yeah. amount of frames. And we've done it. We've done it lately. We've done a show for the first time properly for about four about weeks. I yeah. mean, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad. No sickness. Incredible. Internet's working. Costs money to get the thing installed, but I'm not worried because I love it. So yeah, yeah. thank you guys for hanging out. And remember, guys, best way you can help support MOS is if you find a friend who said, I like watching wrestling again. Skirt, how you doing? Cactus Jack, bang, bang. That's right. Check us out on Thursday at 8 p.m. to talk about Cactus Jack. But the best way you can support MOS, guys, is review us on the iTunes. Give us five stars. Come and check out the Twitch stream. And the main way you can support us is if you know a wrestling fan. So I'm starting watching wrestling. It's great again. Hey, friend, if you like wrestling, check out the MOS network check out the ministry of slam these guys do a great show we've got a good community and it's great to be part of it come and join the community and spread the mos word gruff done it and loads of other guys have done it and we're getting loads of old mos members lee and me are getting tweets aren't we lee through the week from people listening to the show so thank you guys if you listen to this now on the podcast feed and you guys tweet us say hello it's great as well i love that the connection of like listeners old and new listeners it's really good so it's awesome love hearing from you guys so just keep it going and uh yeah we'll always say hi back if you contact us on social media we do and sorry uh for the problems but hopefully now the problems are sorted so exactly definitely and pray for grot bags pray for grot bags hashtag pray for grot because at the moment it's a problem with grot bags is (coughs) that's that's grot bags problem oh no Oh, it's a there we go I can't keep pressing all the buttons I'm like Ross from Press <laughs> so there we go MOS it's done
We've completed. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you this Thursday for Unexplained Side of the Slam. Much love, guys. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, the intro. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Professional podcast. Good night.